everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Welcome. And <laughs> and Sean's very first welcome yes. of the entire Jeff and Casey Show here <laughs> on what is the last episode of season one. Of season one. Of That's the Jeff right. And Casey Show. Ladies and gentlemen, those of you who have been with us from the beginning <laughs> that's have right. now wasted, and we have not tallied this exactly, right. because that's pretty much the level of quality that you're used to in terms of our like you know, accuracy and reporting and dedication to the task. You have wasted somewhere over like 70 hours of right. your life listening to the Jeff and Casey show. And to be fair, you may not have wasted it, meaning you may have thought that you were doing something else while you were listening to it. <laughs> but no. But I'm quite certain that the quality of the job you were doing on whatever that was degraded significantly right. thanks to me and Jeff talking incessantly well, into your ear. In fact, actually, way back in uh, episode 25, um, you guys had a little discussion where you mentioned the fact that by wasting everyone's time, right. they were game developers. That's true. You were making the game developers ship their games late, and that means because games are a waste of people's time, you were actually turning a it around impact and a positive on influence economy. on the economy, although That's as it shook out, it That's true. Enough. Apparently, the economy <laughs> needed more of the Jeff and Casey show. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. How come Barack Obama did not appoint us as part right. of the recovery team? Listeners, you didn't do enough by yeah. telling other your friends and family. Yeah. If you had, then perhaps then all of this could have been avoided. Yeah. They would not have needed a financial. They would have had a, a, an audio bailout. Right. It would have just been like hours and hours of the Jeff and Casey show. Yes. Broadcast. They would have declared a federal emergency, and, so, and all stations would. And have if you don't tell all your family for season yes. two, That's basically, right. yeah, I'm not responsible for what's going to happen. That's right. It's, who People knows? are going to yeah. start eating each other, yeah, and exactly. I, I, I'm washing my hands yeah, of all of you. The Great Depression is not on our shoulders. <laughs> we have done everything <laughs> the, the greater humanly depression. possible. That's right. Yeah, the second Great Depression. So, you know, yeah. when we started talking about um, this episode, the, yeah. the final one, and we started talking about the fact that we wanted to play some of our favorite clips, Yeah, I thought this was going to be an easy podcast to do. Right, because we've already done it. Right. This was going to be a clip show where we go back through the Jeff and Casey right. archives. Exactly. Playing some of our favorite selections from... The aforementioned 70 Wasted Hours of Your Life. You will now get to re-waste, right. select <laughs> segments and what of cracks, your life. And, and whenever I see a TV show that does this, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah. God, they're just filling an hour? Yep. Holy shit, does this Wrong. take a long time. The amount of time it takes to Holy generate a new hour shit. of podcast is minuscule compared to the amount of time it takes to find right. an hour of podcast. Like, we've been doing this for the last three or four hours. And Three even or four the, hours. Oh yeah, but this we're doing get, it since five p.m. No, I understand, but in the middle of that, Sean had this bold suggestion of, "I know the way that we can finish this in ninety minutes." Yeah, we just do a normal podcast. Yeah, exactly. Screw the whole yeah, idea. Exactly. And I considered it. I have to say, but and to be fair, if we prepared for our podcast normally, true. then it may be it would have been harder, right, to do a ninety minute. Well, it's hard to minutes, do this, but. and then we have all of our exciting stuff coming up for season two. Well, yeah, which is very frustrating. Yes. For, okay, so for some you reason, you want to catch up? Let's catch up on that. So, for some reason, I know we talked about this last episode, and we've talked about it a little bit on the forums. Now, be nice because I'm being we nice. don't want to be being as nice <laughs> as I can them. be. No, I'm not angering them. 
Uh, Clear Channel is going to be distributing the show from now on, but for some reason we have not actually received official word from them about where you are going to be able to get. <laughs> we don't the even show. know. Right? Yeah. They don't have. They don't the have site like is not a, up. No, it's that not. That was supposed to be up. Right. No. They're supposed to be doing that. There's no like list of times when it's going to be aired, and they have not been returning our phone calls. So <laughs> I have like no idea. Well, they what's going do, on. but it takes like three or four days, and then they don't know what's going on. It's, yeah, me, yeah, well, you may have gotten more information than I have then. Yeah. I haven't gotten anywhere, so I have no idea what's going La- on right now. Last is we're working hard on it. Okay. So, All anyway. right. Well, hopefully that'll get shaken up. But the, the bottom line is the uh, Sean's documentary about the Jeff and Casey show will go yes. on the air, quote-unquote, I am so sick of wearing schedule. this stupid mic, yeah, I have I to say. Uh, next week, yeah. uh, com. I want to get so the tune new... into that and subscribe to that podcast. And hopefully yeah. on that podcast, we will be able to, uh, he will like maybe put in a message about where you can get the actual show. Once well, we, we know. yeah. And we can, we can definitely forward people uh, eventually. It's just yeah. frustrating. In we'll the figure meantime. it out. So anyway, um, so I've been listening to Jeff and Casey's all the time mm-hmm. for the last, uh, last couple hours. And I yep. listened to a bunch of them earlier. I was actually mm-hmm. going to try to make a shot at listening to, to all of them. Well, like I have my MP3 player that can play back at double time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you could get to the parts that reminded you. Yeah. And then that, got, then I was like, this, yeah. this is not going to work. Adult diapers? No good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Porn, porn, porn. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, um, the funny thing that I noticed is um, the first couple were – there were a lot of pauses. We yeah. didn't quite – but right. episode three, the the well, it's the third episode, episode so number two. two. Yeah. I had to say I, – I have to say it pretty much has everything. If, if it had had some sequest and a good yep. no good, yep. and it sort of does have a good no good. It Sean does. is unwrapping right. a candy wrapper because he's yeah. a professional podcaster. Yes. God damn it! Yep. Um, so <laughs> now I we could just stop it. We could just play the third episode, and that could be our clip show because yeah. that would have saved us a lot of time. As far as I can tell, we probably should have stopped after yeah, the third we episode. Should have stopped. There isn't any actual Let's, improvement right. in or variability in podcast let me, after that. Let me right? break. Let me break this down real quick. That's the first time we called it the Jeff and Casey show. It's the first time we refer to an animal link that I sent you. It's the first time I refer to... Although I far en- from the last. Right. And I ref- at first time that I say uh, I like people getting hit in the crotch. Right. It's the first time we discuss a sex scandal. Yep. We break down porn categories for you. Yep. That's the Rabbit Humps You episode. Yep. So right? internet like yep. uh, memes as well. Right. We talk about the fact that uh, Hustler... Uh, readers only compromise, yep. right? We talk about the fact that you will never get paid forty five hundred dollars an hour, no matter what I do. That no was on that episode. That was on that Jesus episode. Jesus Christ! Ding dang! The breast massage robot. The breast massage right? robot. Local forty four D. Yep. That means we talk about the penis massage yep. robot too, right? That the was the same scoliosis yeah. episode. God it's damn the, it! Y- it's the uh, porn director, the yeah. auteur. Um, yep. It was the first time. You worked at Burger King and EA. God damn it. Right? So it had yeah, This everything. is pretty much... There, there is we could have really, stopped. We should have just aired that episode. We should have stopped. We re-air that episode and, and we be like, done. you know what? Everything you listened to between that episode and tonight was a waste of your fucking time. Right. Because this is the best episode there was and that the was The only thing we didn't really touch on 
was the Drobo, which happened an episode That's before. True, and Microsoft, and, well, you said Microsoft Sequest. There yeah. were some. There were some bits. There were that bits that came up, up but that one. That's oh, where we found the, the soul Christie. of the soul. Ian Christie, right. did also make his appearance later in the. Well, why don't we so. play? Um, let's see. What which one do we have from episode three? We have. Let's do the penis massage. Yeah, let's go right into the penis massage robot. So what happened here, of course, was that <clears throat> at this point. We had found out that a breast massage robot exists. Was in re- was in R and D. A Chinese company was was making this robot that would massage your breasts for right. you. Because apparently this was something that people were having trouble getting people to do for them. Right? I'm not sure how that's possible, and we discussed that in the episode. But that was the situation, and so we hypothesized that at some point there would also be a penis massage robot, and that things might eventually go awry. Right. Okay, if you see the breast massage robot with, like, the unfinished sheet metal hinges with pistons and stuff, I guarantee they made the penis massager, and that guy is still in the hospital. He's still recovering, (laughs) and they went, man, okay, Bubba, you know what? You didn't pull this off. We we need to repurpose this technology. For something else. Right, because it went wrong, (laughs) it didn't massage, it stretched to the limits and back. And when they were able to unplug it, trip the breaker, pull the plug, (laughs) the guy's in the hospital, he's probably like the president. Because like, if you own the company and you're making penis massagers, you're like... (laughs) Yeah. I'm beta testing. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, exactly. I'm number one. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want to be second on yeah. the machine. Yeah, for sure. Like you want to be first. Yeah. It's like, and I want the one that doesn't have the safeguards. Right. <laughs> I, I want to be able to set the dials to whatever right. I want. Right. Yeah. And then, and, and that and, was a bad decision. Right. And yeah. like you know, in all the other movies, when the engineer is telling, like in Spider-Man, when yeah. they're telling Harry Osborn, "Dude, yes. don't take the potion. It's not no. ready." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You yeah. got to bring it. And he's like, "No, push it to the limit." Yeah. And then he did, and it ripped his dick off. Yeah, and then exactly. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's in the hospital. The engineers don't have any um, direction. You know, the engineers are they're okay. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's about to put on the so penis like, what massage. The fuck? Yeah. What are we gonna yeah, exactly. do? He's in the hospital. We yeah. have medical bills to pay. <laughs> yeah. Right. This isn't China. We have no. Yeah. We have no. And, uh, the, and we only have massage technology. Right. right. We've got to massage so- something. This company has to massage something in the next four weeks, or we are going to go right. bankrupt. Now you guys better figure out something right. to massage. Yeah, totally. And yeah. they get right on. And I mean, because there's no workman's comp in China, right? Right. Yeah. He okay. didn't file sure. a right. thing. Dick ripped off. Yeah. Right. Industrial accident. No. They say if we don't produce something that massages something and sell an ass load, (laughs) we're never getting the president out of the hospital. Exactly. He's never leaving there. Exactly. On three legs again. Yeah. So, (laughs) so. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that had children. to be what happened. So okay. I don't see right. any woman. That in makes the, that makes sense. If, actually, if it, yeah. if it makes you feel any better, yeah, I don't see any woman strapping this thing on. Like you'd have. It does, to, it does make me feel a little bit better. I mean, they'd have to be out of their mind. I mean, even to beta test this device, you're <laughs> going to have to put an ad in the paper for like Southern Fat Man. Because <laughs> you don't think you're gonna be able to get women testers? No, no, not at all. They're Only just... Southern fat men. Right, right, right. There's like, it's like some dude. He shows up with his pickup truck or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, totally. Takes one look at the machine and goes, "All right, now I'm gonna have both hands free for beers." All right, all right, right. Yeah, he's got the beer like, hat. He's oh, okay, got the so he's mustache. Already, he's already rides. got that taken yeah. care of. Totally. Yeah, he's just yeah. ready to go. He comes in. Yeah. He's like, 
Oh, hook me up. Let's party. Oh, look who brought the Asian boob machine, boys. <laughs> so he shows up at a party that night in front of his friends. Look who brought the Asian boob machine. It's turned on. Right. Okay. It's, it's like, going. It's like you can hear yeah. a, a kind of like, like more, a, he's pushing into it a little bit. <laughs> like he's like, he, you know, he's moving back and forth to trying to get in position. Oh yeah. Get a little bit under there. Oh yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Oh now, yeah. You know Billy what? Bob Black. Billy I just Bob thought of something. Black. I just thought of something I did not think of earlier when I first put this machine on. I bet I could turn it round and it could do my butt too. <laughs> I bet it could do the butt. I don't see any reason why it couldn't. Asian boob butt machine. I write the company. <laughs> see, totally. Oh my goodness. Well, hopefully it makes you feel better in the in the competition sense because I don't think there is any. So Well, I do feel a little bit better. I mean, yeah. At least you have explained why there is not a penis massage robot. Yeah. And yeah. that was, I guess, yeah. part PS of the industrial my accident. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Uh, yeah, the industrial accident. Yeah, right? that's what it's classified went, in OSHA. Something went horribly wrong. Oh yeah, 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 at totally. the factory. Totally yeah, because yeah. It, it gained sentience and then just w- started <laughs> raping the factory workers, just awesome. going to town. Awesome, awesome. And awesome. so there's like some yeah. president of the company, yeah, like, it, well, it's more like security. Right? Okay, it's <laughs> like they're looking at the thing and they're like, oh, we've got a situation developing in sector five. Death and like, con. yeah, yeah, the main character guy is like, is like looking down and they're like, it's gone crazy. The penis massage robot is out of control shut it down shut it shut down it man down. we can't we're shutting it down but it's not responding to our external commands drop we don't the blast doors happening. it can't close the, it close the area destroy the whole factory if you have to but do not let that penis massage robot out uh, yeah. <laughs> do not let it out and and and, and in reality it can fuck everything within a five mile radius <laughs> if we do not terminate it now and, destroy the factory if you have to and in in reality it's going to get to the top of some stairs and just stop because it yeah. only has wheels, yeah. right? It's just like, eh. yeah. Or it like, right. and Ray Kurzweil's like, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> I projected the penis massage robot out to the weak, right? And that it would not be able to traverse stairs. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, or it gets caught. Yeah, I also th- do weddings and bar mitzvahs. If you <laughs> have any speaking engagements, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, uh, I suppose the other thing could happen is like on the way out of the building, it could get like sidetracked. Like, oh, right. So it, it, they couldn't contain it. Right. They, they can't contain, contain it. it. The National Guard showed up. It's not responding to nuclear no, no, no. weapons. Right. It's invincible. Yeah, it's, we've built, we've built a penis massaging robot that's too strong. No, that's right. That's too, too strong. Powerful. It cannot be stopped. Right. Yeah. And so it's, right. it's, it's, it's leaving Absolutely. the building. It, it notices. Um, and, and the, the, you know, the, the, the vision recognition right. system's not that good yet. No. Right. So yeah. it, it goes by, you know, it's, cause a, it's, it's only, it's all it knows is penis, not penis. Right. right? That's like the, <laughs> that's what the visual recognition right. system exactly. has been trained on. Right. So it, it can basically identify whether or not the thing in front of it is something it should massage. Right. But that's it. So it, yeah. it stops. So it's at the Honda factory going nuts and yeah. it sees like it's, it's hooked. Uh, it's a combination right. factory of a motorcycle factory. Yeah. Oh, right. Cause right. it's Honda. So right, obviously right. they, they make motorcycles. Totally. Yeah. So, it, sure. So, uh, yeah, it would just get hung right. up. They, they, it, it would finally just stop. Yeah, it sees a tailpipe. Right. And just starts something. jerking like right. a It's maniac. just on there and it gets what, 
cannot satisfy, cannot, <laughs> error 37, need lubrication. Penis is not responding. Until it runs out of juice. Oh, your penis is not responding. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, thank oh, God, man. man. Yes. Thank God. If it wasn't for that handlebar, Harry, I know, man. <laughs> I know. And then fade. And scene. And scene. <laughs> now that... The interesting thing about that was that later on, actually, that is not the right. only time. That was what, that's one of our, that's our first prediction that came true. Well, that's not what I was going to say, actually. I was going to point out the fact that that's not the only time that an unlikely object terrorized the world yes. as if in a monster film, you know, movie on yep. the Jeff and Casey show. <laughs> yeah. Again. If we fast forward. To episode 27, actually, for juxtaposition purposes, we'll find that a giant inflatable dog turd terrorizes children. the exact same thing. An orphanage, no less. All right. And this one actually happened. My father sent me an article from work. Right. I believe. Called Giant Dog Turd Wreaks Havoc at Swiss Museum. Right. Okay. Now, now, when now, All let right. me let me say one thing about this first. I don't know that you need to say anything about this at first well, wait. because it says it all. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. The subject said that your dad sent was uh-huh. giant inflatable dog turd destroys Swiss, and then it was clipped off. Right, and he said good, good or no, no good. good. Yes, and I was laughing, and you hadn't read the article or hadn't read the email, and I just read that article saying good, no good, and you went good. Yes. You were like, I don't care There's, what the yes, rest of that. Right. Right. It's good. It's right. Inflatable dog turd, giant inflatable, inflatable dog, dog turd, turd is good. Right. I cannot think of a circumstance in which giant inflatable dog turd doesn't lead to something that right. I want to hear about, see, know existed. Right. I feel better. In my mind, if I would go to Burning Man, if giant dog turd wrecks havoc at Burning Man was something that right. I'd ever read, right? Yep. It's like, in my opinion, this was what I want those kinds of things to be like, to, as to opposed to what into. they are. Right. Okay. You want actual, uh, uh, ironic disasters yes. to happen all the time. Yes. Okay. So here it is. It, it's, the, yeah. the byline is inflatable artwork blown from moorings and brings down power line. Yep. Okay, so in your mind, just picture a giant dog turd Huge. taking down a power line. Right. That is where we're starting in this article. Well, my favorite word in that sentence is art installation. Because you're like, right. this is somebody's joke or something, but no. No, no. No, it's, a, it's, it's an art piece. A giant inflatable dog turd created by the American artist Paul McCarthy was blown from its moorings at a Swiss museum, bringing down a power line and breaking a window before landing in the grounds of a children's home. (laughs) Everything about that paragraph is is awesome. awesome. Well, it's a sentence, actually, but it's a paragraph-long sentence. That is, there's not a single word there. The exhibit, entitled Complex Shit... Complex shit. ...is the size... Of a house. This is an inflatable dog turd the size of a house. It has a safety system that is supposed to deflate it in bad weather, but it did not work on this occasion. So this, it has all the makings of a monster movie, right? It's like we've got a giant inflatable dog turd. It was supposed to have a safety system. We're supposed to be able to disable the turd if something goes wrong. And something always goes wrong. Totally. It turns out the safety system failed. Yep. This is your standard. Deflate the turd. Deflate the dog turd. It's heading for the power lines. It's heading for the children's home. They're like, we can't deflate it. We're trying to deflate the dog turd. It's still inflated. It's still the size of the house. Our access is blocked. Call 
override. Override. Nuclear force. Like everything that you uh, want to have happen with a giant flavor doctrine happen, happening. It's in happening. In real life. It's happening. Yes. The only thing that didn't happen is Godzilla showing up or right. whatever. Or right? Bruce that Willis. You know, yes, he has to climb up into the dog turret right. and detonate it from inside or whatever. I think we need Ben Affleck. For okay, that. oh for sure. Yes, right, and an Aerosmith soundtrack. It's, it's just as long. If yeah. it's dog turret, I want yes. Ben climbing around in there. Yes, yeah. I gotta <laughs> pinch the turret. I gotta pop the turret. <laughs> no, no. Okay, jury. Uh, oh, you know what? This is perfect use for your ASCAP. We we'll get some Aerosmith back here for okay. the dog turret, and you can picture them <laughs> climbing up onto the dog turret. Um. Jury Steiner, the director of the Paul Klee Center in Bern, told AFP that a sudden gust of wind carried it 200 meters before it fell to the ground, <laughs> breaking a window of the children's home. The accident happened on July 31st, but the details only emerged yesterday. So there was a they government cover-up cover up. of right. the dog turd attack. <laughs> Okay, was that means silenced. There, that means there could have been multiple. For a month. Yeah, I mean, how Who do we knows? know? How we don't, okay, where's the turd right now? Right, exactly. Where's the turd? Right. Okay. Oklahoma City? Do we know City? where the turd is? Right. Where? What if they've lost, they, they don't know where, they've lost track of the turd, okay? <laughs> it was last seen somewhere in the Antarctic. In Europe. <laughs> okay? We don't know where the turd is. It could be forming a turd uh, army. It could come back as an ice turd, right? We have no idea what's going to happen. The world could be in peril right now, and everyone's in fucking China swimming around and dancing around and doing whatever the fuck else. Meanwhile, there's a a monster dog turd the size of a house <laughs> knocking down power lines <laughs> destroying children's homes and we don't hear about that for two weeks exactly this What's is going a colossal on? failure of the press yeah a and b a complete failure of our dog turd emergency system which We're... is supposed to deflate these right. turds before this sort of thing can happen i just love that they actually thought like if i'm the artist i'm focused on my creative vision. I'm not thinking about the emergency system. And yet somehow they still managed to build an emergency system. They just didn't test it. Like right. like a lot of things, yeah. you know, like exceptions in software. Yeah. You might put them in there and just figure they'd take care of it. Yeah. And and in this well, case dude, this they is did complex not. shit. This is complex okay. shit. Okay. Something always goes wrong. Yep. Everyone knows that the first time you build a house sized Plastic dog turd deflation emergency button. Right. And you press it, nothing happens. Right. And you got to go find out why. Right, right, right? exactly. Even, they're not on the same wireless network. Right. Like, one yeah. of them's on Linksys, yeah. one of them's on D-Link. No, it's one of them ahead. using kilometers, and the other one's using miles. Yeah, so right. the dog turd crashed into Uranus. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I love how they, they referred to it in the article Right off the bat, giant inflatable dog shit, um, you know, turd, turd destroys, uh, uh, children's, what was it? Children, is it a children's hospital or is it a children's, children's home? Home. Okay, children's it's home. Okay, children's home. It's like, so, as far so as it's like, attacking it's like a orphans? Orphanage, right, right? Yeah, attacking it's like, orphans. It's attacking, it's a dog, it's an orphan attacking dog turd. Okay. Right. And it took down the power lines. First, it cut the power. So they can't call for help. So the orphans can't call for help. They have no electricity. They can't see. Breaks through their window, right? right? There's some fucking kid in there, four years old, never had a mom and dad. Looking out the window, a giant dog turd <laughs> has attacked her through the window, okay? What kind of life is she going to yeah. have when she grows up? She's going to have serious therapy. And this dude therapy. is like, no, it's art, yeah. right? Okay, I agree that it's art, right? But it's it's art that is damaging right. the youth of today, right. okay? It's performance art. Yeah. He it's, didn't it mean for it to be. 
but it turned into it. Now, here's the thing. I want to know, I mean, in this country, right, you know, right. when we have a disaster like this, someone writes a report. There's a long and detailed analysis yes. of the things that went wrong with the processes involved in securing right. the dog turd. Totally. So that we know, right? It's like NASA, Apollo, Apollo 13. Right. Lengthy, lengthy, many hundreds of pages of documentation. It's like, what went wrong here? Yes. Right? And how do we prevent it from happening yeah. again? So I want to see that report. Yeah. I want to see, like, on dog turd failure, you know, dog turd failure analysis. Right. Right? That's got lots of things. It's like, oh, you know, this shit was too large or too right. tight or whatever it's like we didn't have in the tensile strength was insufficient you know, was insufficient right we right. didn't moor the dog turd down in the right locations it was right. too slippery with the wet dog turd finish you know that, made it so that it slipped <laughs> out of its moorings right we thought that it was pliable enough to not break a window but it turns out it was really hard shit it wasn't a fiber right in the that dog we expected right, exactly right now this I, article keeps going though we haven't got to the end of this because here's the thing <laughs> It says that the installation is part of an exhibition called East of Eden, colon, a garden show. Colon, like colon, colon, no. or colon, the punctuation mark? A garden show. Okay. Somebody thought that a house-sized inflatable dog turd <laughs> belonged in an exhibition entitled East of Eden, right. a garden show. Well, you know, my garden might have a turd and true in it from Dottie. You never know. I think it's, you know, probably makes sense. I want to know what the fuck dogs they had in Eden that were shitting a house-sized turd. Like, where is that in the book of well, Genesis? Maybe It's I like, oh, hey, what's going on? I'm Adam. I'm even, holy shit. <laughs> Welcome. Hi, Rover. You know, could you please keep it over there? It stinks to fucking high heaven for the last time. No, I, like, I think, I oh think my it's, God. maybe they scale everything up. Like, it's a gigantic apple, okay. a huge tree of knowledge. Now, East of Eden is a reference to uh, a uh, work that, of literature that I'm un yeah. with which I'm unfamiliar. So maybe East of Eden refers to, refers a, giant to a giant dog turd. Is that? I, no I obviously, idea. This is a hole in my literature knowledge. Yeah. I, so, I'm guessing that, that this guy who was commissioned to make complex shit probably wasn't, you know, trying to be too... He was trying to push buttons. He wasn't trying okay. to, you know, he was he was out there as an artist, okay. right? He right. wants to, to confront your inner right. fears right. about yes. Yes. giant inflatable dog yes, turds. I see. You see what I'm saying? So kind of like the other giant dog turd, the Experience Music Project. <laughs> yes. They were trying to do architecture. They were trying to put well, something in place the picture that would the, be fucking right. ugly and in, just disgusting. The picture they showed of the giant dog turd. Looks very much like the If they painted the Experience Music Project brown, brown you'd go, yes. you're that's like, it. Huh. Yep, you got yeah, it. You exactly. nailed it. You nailed it. You nailed it. it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The, 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 I would just like to see the insurance claim. You know, of this children's home where they call up their yeah, insurance right. investor and say, yeah, what's yeah. our coverage on yeah. inflatable dog They're like, none. It's an act of God. <laughs> yeah. Act of God. Right. They're like, nothing can produce a dog turd that size except an act of God. Right. So automatically. The show is called East of Eden. Act of God. Did not. Rejected. <laughs> rejected. Stamped. Rejected. Now, here we're tying it back into the Ninja article. The final paragraph, and by paragraph I mean sentence because every single paragraph in this article was one sentence. <laughs> it's very long. Is, the center's website describes the show as containing quote, 
Oh, here we go. Interweaving diverse, not to say conflicted and conflictive emphases and a broad spectrum of items to form a dynamic exchange of parallel and self-eclipsing spatial and temporal zones. End quote. God damn it. Now that is the Fuck. textbook example of what I was t saying where the author decides not to directly make fun of the thing and right. instead uses the quotes Right? right? To just say I'm being sarcastic. Here is a completely <laughs> ridiculous thing right. that the person said. There's a giant dog turd, and yet here's what they said, right? right? It's a giant dog turd terrorizing orphans, right? And, and they're juxtaposing shit with other yes. symbolic... Where was the dynamic exchange of parallel and self-eclipsing spatial and temporal zones when the dog shit burst through my window? <laughs> I just, my zone my was... zone was inside the window, your zone was outside, and the yeah. dog shit penetrated on through that. <laughs> there was no communication yeah. happening there. The only eclipse that happened was when the fucking dog turd blotted out the sun <laughs> in front of this children's home, right? So all the fucking orphans were in the dark because they couldn't turn on the light because you right. knocked over the goddamn power line, right? <laughs> It's like, Jesus Christ. Oh, I just imagine the artist going, this is ten times better than I could ever imagine. Right? Yeah. This is perfect, right? He's, he's like, this says everything I wanted to say about yes, the piece. Ex exactly. <laughs> this is exactly what I'm hoping the piece would say. Right. Because it is complex shit. Yeah. That is awesome. Wow. That was, uh, yeah, that one's still hard to believe. That wasn't even a made-up one. Well, the penis massage robot, yeah, we were like, Sort right. of imagining for the the listener, right? What might happen in that circumstance? Right. But what, this what, what, just... what did happen in episode forty nine? By the way, that's a good but, point. That's right. But penis massage robot did end up killing multiple people. There really was a penis massage robot. <laughs> that's and not it, what oh, I was that's not, say. Sorry, that's not actually yeah. true. Uh -huh. A neck massage robot right. killed multiple people, and then a penis massage robot was constructed. Right. We don't know if it will go on when it goes on sale. If right. it will kill people like the neck massage robot did, but right. it seems like we're getting pretty close. Well, with we the did almost. Robots killing people and penises. Well, I mean, that also is something we've talked a lot about. In fact, you almost died on episode five. Yes. When a pre our our, our normal procedure to psych ourselves up is to drink lots of caffeine and sugar and candies. Right. And it went awry in episode five. Well, and you'll note that the way that it went awry was that we turned into a more nutritious right. way of preparing for the we podcast. We won't make that mistake we again. We will not make that mistake again and did not, right. mind you, make that mistake again. And in this clip, you can hear how awful you sound. Yes. And you are discussing, yes. um, you went out to dinner, I think, yes. the Let night it, before. Well, no, I discussed both things in this clip. Little clip. Let All it right. not be said that we take paid advertising here on the Jeff and Casey show. <laughs> at least not from Jamba Juice. That's right. Who I make it very clear or point of restaurants or in the, the Sunya restaurant in the International District. Both of which I thought tried to kill me in various ways on this clip from episode five. Like I don't know the, how fucking hard it is to make a like fruit little... beverage that doesn't kill you, but apparently, like, that's not something that they've worked out yet. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you can have a boost. What boost did you want? Did you want, like, the you know, renal failure boost no, no. with that? No, no, did no, you no, want the you anaphylactic did, that's boost? That's the problem. You how didn't about... get, you didn't get, you chose not to get a free boost. Yeah. And, like, the one is the heart restarter. Right. Oh, it's the, the things that you're going to need yeah, to prevent you from dying right. after you drink our delicious beverages. The throat reopener. Yeah. yeah. How fucking hard is that? Squeeze some juice into a cup and give it to me? They couldn't get that right. They actually created a medical emergency <laughs> serving me fruit juice. 
I'm never going there again. This is ridiculous. I, I eat strawberries too- all the time. This is called Strawberry World. It has like strawberry, <laughs> banana, ice, and like ricin, I guess. But that wasn't listed <laughs> on the menu. No, but like, I think you're I, just a very. I eat all those fruits. <laughs> I eat those. I eat strawberries all the fucking time. And I've never had this problem. Yeah. Well, maybe you're just hitting puberty or something because you sound like you've got the voice maybe. Is cracking. Ugh. It's this good is action. ridiculous. It's good action. Yeah. So don't go to a Jamba Juice. Uh, maybe you just have a say. really like a delicate. Like you're very delicate and you don't want to. How am I delicate? Where is the delicateness? Yeah, you aren't very delicate. I'm not that delicate and I eat all kinds of crazy shit. I I, mean, fuck it, man. But I eat anything, you know? Yeah, this was a bad mix. Like that other night, I was telling you, I fucking ate at the place where the cockroach ran across the floor. (laughs) That's true. The cockroach was like, that, that cockroach was so long that I'm I'm at the limit of you know when you put your your uh your index finger and your thumb out <laughs> like calipers to show how long the bug is. I'm right at the end of my useful lengthening you, length specification when I talk about this cockroach. You IM'd me in the middle of dinner. I'm sitting there programming. All of a sudden, I get holy shit. Yeah, it was like 1 a.m. and I was like, well, I'm gonna go to the international district and get some food because I haven't really tried any of these like there's four or like- five restaurants that are open late in the in the international district on on even normal nights like okay. a Tuesday, yeah. you know, or whatever. Totally. And I went there to get some food. And I walked by a bunch of restaurants, and I, you know, you can't really tell from the outside which ones are going to be sanitary. Right. So I go in there, and I'm already feeling a little nervous. I'm like, this place is not super, su- super clean. I sit down, and I'm in some booths, and <laughs> across the aisle from the booths are just tables. So it's tables on one side of the aisle, booths on the other. Okay. Sitting there, there's no one in the place, except like the owners who are sitting around chatting. I look down because something kind of catches my eye over near the table. I look down and over under the table that's like two things up from me is a large thing on the floor. Uh Like it was legitimately large. (laughs) My eyesight's not that good, right? If this was like a mosquito or something, I couldn't see it from this distance. This was big, right? (laughs) I was like, oh man, this place has like a rat problem. That's how large this was, okay? <laughs> but then it decides to run across the aisle to the booths where I am eating, okay? <laughs> and it scurries across so fast and with a super bug-like motion, and it comes into clearer view, and I'm like, that's not a rat. Bug-like I, motion. I fucking wish it was a rat, but it was not a rat. It she, was you, not a rat at all. It was a bug, <laughs> and it was a big one. You take You take rats over bugs? When they're this big, I want it to be a rat because it's a small rat. But a right? large bug. I'd rather have a, a – I don't care what it is that's living in the restaurant. I would prefer that it be diminutive for its species. Right? I see. I okay. So it was, if it's a choice between gigantic, like, fl- fucking African cockroach, <laughs> right, which shouldn't exist – in Seattle in the first place, or <laughs> diminutive rat, I'm going with rat, okay? So so if you interviewed this little cockroach, you'd be like, man, it's always raining here. He just doesn't like the weather. Yeah, he doesn't know what's going yeah, on. He's like, oh, this this sucks. He's like, the food's so, good, though. 
Well, what do you got to, there? It looks like you got something on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I was trying to burrow into this coconut. All of a sudden, I'm in a shipping crate. Like, that's what he, that's his story, yeah, right? right? God damn it. That's pretty good. Actually. Yeah, anyway, couldn't shit right for a week after that place. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know that Stop it had it. anything to do with the food quality. I'm sure it had something to do with it, but it was mostly just psychological, having to think about the fact that a cockroach Stop. so large it could eat me was in a restaurant that I was dining at, and it was bad. Nope. Also, the prices, super bad. It was like $5 for, for like this list of items, massively long, right? So I buy one of the dinners. Wait, whatever. so this is like Taco Bell where you can't order something more than $10? Yeah, or you're for saying t- it's expensive. The, the only thing is cheaper can, expensive. The, cheap. The okay. only things you can order for $10 are are multiple. You can't order them I with see. one person. You yeah. have to have more than one person to order $10 plus meals okay. at, this lo- at this establishment. It came with enough fried rice to save Africa. Okay. <laughs> the, like the fried rice quantity that it came with was staggering. The, I don't know who could number, have possibly finished the number the fried of rice. SUVs you could power with the ethanol from your fried rice. Well, I ne- it, like it all it comes clear why there are huge cockroaches because there must be a fucking pile of uneaten rice <laughs> in the back because nobody could fucking finish this. Okay, and I'm probably getting served rice from somebody else's meal that they didn't finish, right? <laughs> Ah, no, that's terrible. I don't know. The Board of Health obviously does not go to the International District at 1 a.m. Maybe you went to the Intergalactic District and they were like, Oh, and that's, a, that's a sentient race. Yes. It's like, oh, I, I wouldn't order that if I were you. I didn't shit right for a week. And I'm no, like, thanks, cockroach. You're the best. <laughs> oh, my God. You can be my wingman anytime. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and the subtitle says, <laughs> Don't touch the fried rice. <laughs> she says, "Fuck that! You can be mine." Yeah. All right. Um. Holy cow. The, uh, I don't know where how I got off on that tangent, but Jamba Juice, no, and the Sunya restaurant in the International <laughs> District, no, two locations you should not. Two thumbs eat food. down on both. Two thumbs way fucking down. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was not at all a fan of that incident. Yes. I I mean, but I was as I, I'm amused by it all the time. I drive past that restaurant and start laughing. Oh, the Sunya restaurant yeah. in the international. Yeah, yeah. you're just okay. like, oh, there's the place. Yeah, where... I'm not eating there again. <laughs> I've never gone even remotely near that building. Well, since we're on intelligent animals with intergalactic yes. skills, oh, that's a very good point. Why don't we talk about what a a little segment that we've started in later podcasts yes. that has proven to be popular with lots of people, but mostly ourselves because that's right. Which is kind of the way the podcast works in totally. general. Yes, right. Yeah. Right. Again, as we said on the very first episode, that's right. Your apathy means nothing, nothing to, to us. us. That's right. All right. So let's go to. We're going to play two quick clips of Casey talking about this wonderful show. Yes, a wonderful show I discovered thanks to Netflix streaming, right. which is Sequest DSV. And on this show, one of the distinguishing characteristics of the show is, despite being a science fiction show that takes place. Sometimes miles below the surface, or, well, mile below the surface of the ocean, a dolphin still saves the day in most episodes, much like Flipper did on the beach. Right. Why mess with a... Why mess with a proven (laughs) success success formula, ladies and gentlemen. And so here, in um, the first uh, time we talked about Sequest DSV on the Jeff and Casey show, the dolphin actually comes up with a miracle cure for an as yet 
uh, undiscovered form of bacteria from the ocean floor. Turns out that ended up being a good idea. Oh, my goodness. As I roll into the climax of this fine episode uh-huh. of Sequest DSV. It's also good to put an infected animal with other non-infected this animals. Was, that know? was exactly what I was thinking. I was like, okay, you've got some mystery infection that you can't solve, and you're sending it back to its pod. Yep, let's infect But, them. Jeff, don't worry. Okay. Because, again, in the climax, it turns out all of these decisions, as odd as they sounded, and as ludicrous as they would have been to anyone right. at the time, turn out to all end well. Right. For the Sequest DSV team. Okay. And I'll tell you why. It turns out that somehow, during this entire procedure, none of the people on the boat had put together the fact that maybe the reason the dolphin got sick was because it was swimming around in that crap. Okay. So when they release the dolphin to its pod, they find the family, they release right. the dolphin to its pod, they go back to the research station. To put and it back? To, to, get, it to, to get it all installed. Yeah. They harvest out one of these sample containers, which is filled with this crap, and they're going to open it in the ship. Okay. Danger, Will Robinson, to quote another science fiction show I've never seen, right? This sounds like a pretty bad idea to me and to you, as you've already said, but somehow they have not pieced this together. Yep. As they are, at the moment, at literally the (laughs) moment, the dude is about to open the container with like a crowbar, the dolphin which we think is off with its pod, thousands of miles away, away, jumps out of the water, knocking him away from the container to prevent him from opening it. He took one for the team. Okay. This is a brave-ass dolphin. I was like, okay, massive military research vessel. Somehow, it's a military command vessel, okay? Somehow, they don't know that a dolphin has swam into the ship. Yep. I have no... Okay. Maybe a, a frog team, an enemy SEAL team, might be able to also do that. You should think, you should consider that possibility. Why this out? Anyway, the dolphin saves the day right at that, that exact did, moment. Did they, it's a good thing he showed it, up just it, then. Did, did it show it in slow motion? Like no, uh, no. I, I was just saying this is why jump the shark is the wrong term. It should be like jump the dolphin or something, okay. or the dolphin jumps. The dolphin because this well, was dolphin way worse than ju- jumping a shark on water skis. I mean, this is insane. Anyway, awesome. the do- no, it gets way fucking better than that. So that's just like that just begins the awesomeness of this episode (laughs) now comes the actual climax which is that the dolphin is the same dolphin and it's cured okay it's just better how is it cured it's not a mystery the dolphin has brought the cure with it in its mouth awesome it's in its its mouth the whole time it's a special seaweed Mm -hmm. that they've never seen before that can cure this particular disease so he's like a bio chemist dolphin so what they explain to the viewer because normally the viewer would be too fucking incredulous to come up with this theory on their own (laughs) is that the dolphin knew that the dolphin medicine which doctor medicine that the dolphins do could cure it and needed to go back to its pod so it could talk to the shaman and get the magic seaweed heal itself bring it back to the ship and heal everyone else and, and heal everyone else he wasn't a wall. Thank you, Flipper. He wasn't, he wasn't a he wasn't a whiner. He wasn't a deserter. No, he no. didn't leave a fish behind. No, he did not. He had a plan. He had a plan, and he executed it. He executed that plan, and flawlessly. he's probably saying these fucking humans yes. are killing me. Yes. they are killing me at yes, this point. Absolutely, everything they do, their fucking software right. sucks. I can understand yes. them. Now, immunobiology, and miraculously you know, spontaneously showing up at just the right moment are only some of this dolphin's 
special fine, skills. Special skills. Fine qualities that make him an exemplary crew member yep. of the Sequest Deep Submergence vehicle. <laughs> As we found out in this clip from episode 49. He quickly grabs a thing off of the wall that apparently he has placed there while he was free on the ship I and see. pushes a button, which creates a laser field. And the laser field is created by a laser that I guess he has also set up, <laughs> bouncing off a series of mirrors, okay. which traps the captain and the rest of the crew into this area that they cannot get out of. I see. Okay. Wow. Follow me so far? Yeah, that's pretty good. There's no possible way they can get through this laser field. It's too many lasers. It's bouncing off mirrors. Right. I'm guessing you probably could do something about that, but no. There's no. no way to possibly get through this laser field. The only thing they could possibly do is shut the laser field off of the source. I see. That's okay. it. That's the, the only laser. way they're going to do it. That's the right. only way they're going to be able to do it. All right? I see. That's like checkmate. Check like, fucking mate, yep, dude. Right there. And the, now the, the, the maniacal guy goes off in the ship. Now he's totally in control. Yep. What are they going to do? What are they going to do, Jeff? The crew is trapped behind the laser field, and the 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 emitter device, which is the only way they can stop it, is outside. It's outside of this, right? I'd give it's up. I would just like it. I'd step into it and kill myself. It's like, outside of it. Yeah, it's outside of it, right on the edge That's... of the dolphin tank. Oh my God! This sounds like a job. For the for dolphin. Darwin. It's, his name is Darwin? His name is Darwin. Oh, okay. That's Darwin the dolphin. Yep. All right. Charles to what the rescue. What do you know, Jeff? After about a five-minute, Lassie, you can do it. Right. Get the laser, boy. Yep. Right? The dolphin managed to splash water onto the laser unit, which apparently it can't handle. Lasers? Melts down. Lasers are not waterproof. They're not. They, they, no, absolutely are not. When was the last time you had a laser that was waterproof? Right? Absolutely not. If you're on a it's deep a good... submergence vehicle, which has a huge fucking dolphin tank in it, yep. why would you make sure your components are waterproof? No of one does that. Right. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. Submarine engineering one, 101. Yes. Just like everything, everything should be water. Yeah. yeah everything should be dis destroyed yeah, by water. Destroyed by water immediately. Yeah. yeah. Maximizes your chances of success. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. <laughs> Apparently a good design criteria, yeah. though, because sometimes your shit may get turned against you exactly. by a maniacal scientist. And the dolphin can come to the rescue. Yes. So did he shoot it out his blowhole, or did he kind of, like, splash it out his it mouth? Was he was making the bigger splash each oh, time, and they were encouraging him. I so, see. like, make a bigger splash, and God use the blowhole, and splash, it. and whatever, and eventually it got, like, enough water to, like you know, fry it, I guess. I see. I'm not okay. sure. Right. So you can see I'm, like, sitting there. And I seen immediately from the from this when when it turns on right the, as soon as it turned on the shot had the source and it was on the edge of the dolphin so like <laughs> right I'm just like oh oh come on please be the dolphin awesome. saves the day like come on baby because remember last episode the dolphin didn't do anything yeah and that was really they probably got annoying, letters right because the they probably got thousands of letters from angry because yeah, remember the fans? first episode the dolphin saves the day the second episode the dolphin saves the day the third episode the dolphin did not That's save a, the day what the fuck people were like I thought this was an every plot show yeah right? I, I thought, thought this was like CSI or House right. where it's the same Thing every time, yeah, right? where the like, dolphin figures the dolphin it out. The dolphin did you shit. I didn't yeah. remember the dolphin being in the last episode, right? He was in there at all. So episode four, they were like, don't worry, baby, we got it. We, we got, got it, it covered. Yep. Dolphin saves the day. Yep. All right. But let it not be said, despite the fact that we do intend to continue making fun of yes. the Sequest DSV dolphin, whose name is Darwin. <laughs> Darwin the dolphin. Yeah, yep. Darwin the dolphin. 
the Jeff and Casey show also cares about real animal issues. Right. We have we have discussed many times hard hitting, for lack of a better right. phrase, animal issues. Hard thrusting. Yes, exactly. Well, first, uh, the issue of breeding. Right. Animal breeding. Uh, as we discussed, and the dangers thereof, right? as we discussed in episode 36. Every, like, crazy species that are taking over an area yeah. happens with somebody that has an exotic pet. It doesn't work out, and they, like, release their monkey or their alligator oh, really? or whatever out into the countryside, and then just shit goes down. It's like, don't buy that stupid shit especially because like what are you talking about you're making shit no up. no no that, okay, the, so, all right somebody bird somebody has an exotic alligator what are you you're saying yeah, you have a male and a female no, no. how does it breed yeah, when it, it gets released let, into the wild no does let's it fuck a monkey or something let's like what the hell is what are you talking about no it life my friend finds a way. This is not Jurassic Park. <laughs> it is. It was Jurassic not an Park. alligator no, the, spliced from like no, the amber of, a, of a Jurassic alligator and a frog, so that no. it had the necessary DNA to do like trans-species yes, mutation. Exactly. That is not what. This no, was. that's exactly what happened. He said outside the set of genetic set of species, not so like sci-fi animals. No, they are sci-fi animals. That's what happens. You just think you're buying a little funny bird that is pretty to look at, and then it. It's really annoying because it always shits on your cat. So you release it out the window, and then pretty soon there's like 8,000 canaries in New Jersey. Well, because it budded or subdivided? What yes, the fuck kind of exactly. bird is this? No, it starts fucking pigeons or something. So now your your thing is like, it's bad to own a pet outside of the generally grilled species because someone else might have owned the same yes, pet exactly. in an opposite gender and got That's rid of it at exactly the same it. time? That's the because problem. if you're That's dumb the, enough to own an problem. exotic pet, like, that's the big thing to watch out for. Someone else is too. Hey kids, pro tip for owning pets. Make sure you register your pet with the exotic pet hotline to see if there's anyone else in the area who might exactly. have a correspondingly opposite gendered pet. Exactly. And with yours to take over the neighborhood. It's every time you read about some crazy boa constrictor right. that eats a dog it's in the bottom yeah. of the swimming pool. It's because some right. moron bought one, imported it, yeah. and then just went, you know what, this is a big pain in the ass. You pull out the, the Ed Wood section of your Drobo, it's like a giant ant movie, <laughs> right? And awesome. it's like, oh, yeah, that's just where you're Tretulous. getting your science from. Yeah. yeah, it's like, oh, you know what's another you problem what? with exotic wait. pets? You know what? household chemicals. They eat that shit and you, they get wait. huge. They get giant. You they know? get, like, skyscrapers. Wait. Let me tell you the other thing. The city breathing fire. Exactly. The other thing that is when they try to tell you how loving this pet is, right? (laughs) I got an iguana. No, you 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 don't understand. They're very affectionate. And you're like, it's a. They always say that, right? And you're like, no, it's fucking not. It's a lizard. It's only affection as it comes near you because it's cold-blooded and you're warm. It has no affection for you at all. That's that's awesome. That is so true. Uh. That's so true. Me and my iguana. Your startling inaccuracy followed up by your startling accuracy was, no, was see, that just to shows, say the least, startling. That just shows you how accurate I am in general. Wow. <laughs> so next, our next clip... Again, on the animal theme, since this is kind of the thing that I like the best. Well, it's also animal issues. Like yes. I was saying, this is, this is us caring about animals and what happens But to really, it's animal links, and yeah, I love a good animal that. link. Good In this little story, we, we cover some of the darker sides of animal ownership. 
that you may not have thought of in foreign yes. countries right. that we sometimes yes. fail to identify correctly. And by darker sides, you mean darker backsides, I think, <laughs> I guess as far as, as this clip is concerned. It is the dark yeah. side of the donkey's moon. Right. right. So here in episode 40, <laughs> we, uh, we sort of dove in head first, if you and will. And we pick up in mid-story, I believe. Here. I think so. What I don't get is, like... What you don't sound- get, like everything else in the article so far has been crystal fucking clear. Yeah, like, yeah. There's one point that you're you're stuck on. Right, I'm there's stuck a hang on. up. Yeah, there's a hang All up. All right, what is it? Like the 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 man in I, I assume invites them over. Donkey Donkey, donkey man, man invites yeah, donkey them man. over. We shall and call then, him Donkey Man. Right, he's called Donkey Man. Yet it's the goat, <laughs> goat that, that puts out. Why right. isn't he Goat that's Man? That's right. He right? should be Goat Man. Right. He's not Donkey Man. Maybe Goat Man was right. taken on the forum that's exactly, by like some yeah. old dude that's not yeah. posting anymore. No, he's not. But like Donkey yeah. Man's all that's available. Right. Donkey Man doesn't put out. It's embarrassing. Maybe right? he's called Donkey Man because he's the only one who so far has been able to fuck. Like the donkey. donkey. I see. Right? That's Everyone totally else true. is on goat still. Yeah. Right? It's like level one, level two. Right, it's like, right. yeah. I've... You haven't got enough animal fucking XP yet right. exactly. to hit the donkey. Right. Whether she's backing into it right. or not. And all the so guys are driving the there, yeah. hoping they're going right. to level up this Yeah, they're time. not leveling up yet. It's well, like, you know, oh yeah, you very just have to go through the forest right. killing spiders yeah. until you're good enough yet. Yeah. So the goat is that. And then they all like, go yeah. home disappointed with a case Some of... goat fucking noob, yeah. again, can't even do a donkey. Yeah. He's trying to go on a raid with us to this barn. Yeah. <laughs> It's exactly. just not going to fucking work, dude. Exactly. It's not going to work. Yep. All right, anyway. So they all drive home with a case of donkey balls. Yeah, exactly. They only right. got like, the man, what a tease that yeah. donkey was. <laughs> it's just no good. Previous calls for a oh. law banning... And here's where we really hit the stride, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, so, so far you're like, oh, it's just some, some people who have some, you know, fucked up opinions about sex yeah. in some, like, porno, yeah. you know, inhumane goat fucking ring uh-huh. or whatever. Or humane. But here's where we take a turn to turn for the, the worst. Wait, here's where Pre- we here's take- where it gets worse. <laughs> Previous calls for a law banning sex with animals have fallen on deaf ears. Okay. Agricultural Minister Eskil Erlandson, who I'm betting at this point, having read the article, has an account on this forum. <laughs> Outraged many observers earlier this year with a graphic defense of existing animal abuse laws in which he presented examples of the difficulties faced by courts when trying to differentiate affection from abuse. Oh, I see. Quote, is it and should it be legal to spread something on the genitalia that might smell or taste nice to a dog in order to allow the dog to lick off whatever is spread on the genitalia. Wait, wait, wait. That's the government official that That said that? That is the agricultural minister. Holy shit. You want to smear something on your balls that a dog likes to lick? Yep. What's inhumane about that? Yeah, it seems totally reasonable. And abuse? Right. If I happen to like it too, it's all right. Yeah, I like peanut butter. Everyone wins. <laughs> it's a okay? win. It's a win-win win scenario. And your laws that you're passing to try and prevent people from right. fucking Donkey Man's farm animals right. are interfering with this licking situation. Yeah, it's just a that passion. Swedish people have right. enjoyed for years. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, our founding fathers. Right. Specifically created a constitution such that, like, a licking thing like that, that, you know, animals could lick the balls of humans and the government couldn't step in there and ruin it. Right. You What's know what the I'm problem? Saying? What's the problem? Right. I have no idea what the problem is. Yeah, that is pretty, that is pretty insane. So, you know, the thing is, is 
I don't think that line between affection and abuse is really that fuzzy. <laughs> I don't think so either. It seems to me that a competent court of law could probably be yes. able to determine that mm -hmm. without too much of an extensive litmus test. Right, exactly. Right? It's like, for example, if the court's going to be like, you did what to the dog? Bam. That's probably right. where yeah. we draw that line. That's the right? what test. Yeah, exactly. The what test. Yeah, exactly. Because here's the thing, okay? <laughs> I understand what the guy is saying when he's like, the dog was into it. Yeah. Okay? Dogs will fuck anything. Right, yeah. Okay? Saying that the dog was into it is a reason why it wasn't abuse. Exactly. Is not sufficient yep. in my mind. Yeah. That is not a sufficient criteria. Yeah. I have seen dogs hump completely inanimate objects, all right? <laughs> they are indiscriminate. Yes. Simply saying that something will fuck anything is not, not the same sufficient. as saying it was not abused if you are fucking it. Yes, exactly. Well, I think the other awesome thing about that is dogs don't need peanut butter on their balls to lick their dick. It's like they can bend around. It slow will down. be licked. Slow down, so. slow down, slow down. They were talking about spreading it on a human's. Holy shit! I assumed it you was. You misread like... that. I let did. me read it to you again. Let... It's unclear. Is it and should it be legal to spread something on the genitalia that might smell or taste nice to a dog, not the, the dog. dog? I see. If you were talking about the same animal, the genitalia, the genitalia belong to the dog. Okay, so wait. You would not say wait, 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 wait. to a dog. Right. So wait. What, let, let's break this down. Like, let's deconstruct this sentence, yes. as you would in English class, yes. right? And so, we read the sentence again carefully. Is it, yes. and should it be, legal to spread something on the genitalia that might smell or taste nice to a dog in order to allow the dog to lick off whatever is spread on the genitalia? I see. So, wow. It, it didn't say on its genitalia. Yes. It didn't say the dog. It didn't say the dog's genitalia. It is on clearly genitalia. about genitalia. Right. The general case. Right. Whether that be on you or me or someone else right. entirely. Yes. But it is clearly not the same animal as is doing the licking. I understand. That's one of those carefully constructed sentences. Very carefully constructed in sentences. In political circles. That's correct. That, like, if you get it passed, yeah. it enables all this other thing. Right. Okay, yes. awesome. All right, did he go on? He did go on. Should it be permitted to stroke a bitch's teats with love? Or should it be classified as animal sexual abuse? Right. The minister wondered. That's... Wondering aloud. Yeah. He was sort of, you know, expounding at this yeah. point, just being like, you know, I'm not sure. I don't know. I really don't know. You know, the funny thing about the first part of that sentence, you could say, and I would have no idea out of co without context, whether that was the Swedish minister of agriculture or whether it was just some random rapper. You That's know? right. That's right. Is it wrong to rub a bitch's yeah, teeth? Is, is it? Right. Is it? And we don't know. We don't but, know. Uh, we, is there a Swedish is accent? We'd have to ask to determine who was speaking at that point. Well, according to the Swedish Animal oh. Welfare Agency, 115 cases of bestiality were reported in the years 2000 to 2005. Despite indications that many of the animals had sustained injuries, none of the reports led to criminal charges. Not surprising, considering yes. the fact that the agricultural minister is unclear as to whether yes. a, a teat rub <laughs> or a genitalia smear, if I'm using the correct terms here, yes. pardon me if I don't have the exact <laughs> language down, is abuse or not. Yeah. Yeah, well, it is confusing. You know, they probably need some strict guidelines because there's affectionate things you might do. Well, you know? I would have asked the agriculture minister what 
tell me an act yes. that is definitely abuse then, yeah. or can you not think of any? Because right, right. if the dog yeah. was into exactly. it, then it's fine. Give me something right? that you find offensive. Yeah, I mean, right. the whole point of this is that unlike with humans, there's no way to communicate with the animals in any kind of real way right. that's like, hey, by the way, you don't have to fuck this guy if you don't want to. Right, exactly. They don't know that. This is right. the dude that provides their food. <laughs> exactly. At the very least, it's sexual harassment, right. if not abuse. Right? right? It's yes. like, yes. it's unclear whether or not <laughs> I'm still going to get supper right. if I don't fucking lick this shit off this guy's bomb. Right? <laughs> at that point, it seems pretty clear to me that there is, at the very least, least a fuzzy relationship right. between the two yes. that I think needs some kind of protection for the animal. Right. All right? It, you need some workplace standards. Exactly. Right? Because to the dog, when you're out there in the barn that's where he works right that this seems yes. clear that sexual harassment yeah, that applies donkey is probably fulfilling a barnyard need right right exactly. donkey man's donkey yep yeah well it, it seems to me like replace anywhere where you said animal with retarded person if it <laughs> makes you uncomfortable it's abuse right if a retarded person is backing up into you and you fuck her, there'd be no fucking question. You just go, abyss, right? But the, the, and that's what we're, that seems to be clear, the line that needs to be played. But she yeah. likes to lick it off the genitalia. Of course. Clearly. No one told her to do it. Oh my god. While we are, while that clip has left the uh, sort of subject of animal genitalia fresh on our minds, right? if you will. Yeah, the taste is still on the your taste, lips. <laughs> the taste of animal genitalia <laughs> on the tip of your tongue. If, if, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Goat, if not donkey. <laughs> uh, then we'd, I'd also like to play a clip for you here that nobody liked except, except me and Jeff. And, and we probably listened to it 500 yes, times. and we liked it. Yes. More than anything else on the yes, show, pretty exactly. much. I have no and idea. And this was when we uh, sort of made an imaginary segment of what it would be like if the At Planet Earth and Attenborough and the BBC got together to film what Jeff would prefer right. they were filming for instead a nature of what they series do. instead right. of what they actually filmed. Here in this clip from episode 22. The savannah, covering 80 square miles of the hottest terrain below the Nile Delta. It is home to the African Golden Lion. A matriarchal society, the male lion has little to do and even less to fear. Except for the occasional kick in the testicles. Five thousand miles away, surrounded by ice over eighteen stories high, a female penguin watches over her young. At only six months old, and with very little in the way of developed feathers, these are some of nature's coldest testicles. Insult to injury. The rainforest, home to over one trillion species, each with their own 
unique pair of testicles. Descending through the canopy to the forest floor, we catch a rare glimpse of a red-crested rainforest swallow getting kicked in the testicles. And the hummingbird, wings beating over 300,000 times a second, only the swiftest of foot has any chance. Lasting no more than two billionths of a second, a kick to its microscopic testicles was never possible to capture on film until now. At over 13 feet in diameter, and weighing as much as 5,000 pounds, the scrotals of the prehistoric testosaur and those of its cousin the Janglus are among the largest ever discovered. Unkicked for millions of years, these testicles have fascinated paleontologists for generations. Conventional wisdom holds that something so large must have been kicked at some point. Yet no footbone has been found near their fossilized remains. It is therefore left to our imagination. From the sweaty testicles of the savannah, to testicles frozen solid by the icy arctic wind. From rapid testicles impossible to follow, to enormous testicles impossible to miss. Man's continued indifference threatens both the kicked and those doing the kicking. Until one day there may be few things rarer than witnessing a kick in the testicles. Okay, rounding out our animal-related clips, we want to keep it high class here on the Jeff and Casey Show. Which by no means, by the way, when you say rounding out... It probably does not mean that's the last one we're going to play, because there's a <laughs> lot of animal-related material on the Jeff. Like, 50% right. of, of the podcast material on this show has been Animal Link-related. And we like it that way. Yeah, but... So, in this little clip, in episode 39, I tell a story of, of Steve Theodore when he used to work for us here at RAD, and he had a little problem that occurred related to an animal in his front yard. Yeah, so Steve, and I'm going to make fun of Steve's a little bit with this story because of the Zohan references that will not that's die true, out. That's right. You, I owe you him do one. owe him a slap back because he said you look yeah. like the Zohan or vice versa. So Steve, yeah. um, when he's thinking or reading or whatever, is doesn't usually notice what's Blissfully going on around unaware him. Blissfully unaware of his surroundings yes. might be the way to say that. So Steve, um, when he was working here at RAD, lived um, in Seattle. And then he walk would walk from his house down to uh was it, it was the the bus station directly there or did he have I to I don't connect? know so he took the bus yeah he, took, he right. rode the bus just all to right. avoid all the traffic because he right. was on the other side 
All right. Rode all the way across 520. Right. And then he had to walk about four or five blocks up here to Rad. Right. And then, you know, he'd come to work, do some work, and then usually walk back and forth between his office and your office because you guys were working on a demo. Right. Okay. Yep. Now, in that long story, it began that morning with him stepping in dog shit in his own yard. That's right. Five feet into his commute. That's correct. Right. He steps in dog shit. That's right. Now, it wasn't dog shit where it's like a little no, no. A pebble. We are talking about a full shoe <laughs> overflow yes. dog the shit. Dog it went shit around all sides all of the All sides gym. of the right. heel. So it's a full imprint. Yes. Right? Full it imprint. is what paleontologists would call a full mold right. of the dog shit in question. Yes. Right? You could take this dog shit and reproduce Steve Theodore's entire shoe, shoe size, right. probably foot anatomy right. as well. Yes. Yeah. So Steve... You know, um, focusing on what he was thinking. Didn't really notice he stepped in. I think he was reading a book. He was reading a book. Or something. Right. Yeah. So he got on the bus with his shitty shoe. Right. Rode the bus. Right. Read it. I'm not sure what his, you know, fellow, you know, passengers thought. Yeah. But it wasn't anything good. No. No one sat next to Steve, I'm sure. That's probably true. Right. Drove all the way there. Walked another yep. uh, five blocks into Rad. Yep. In which case, remember, he's going to be somewhat unbalanced. Well, also, huge some, shit. some shit is coming off the shoe at the, the like, entire, the entire time. time there's right. leaving some shit there. Right. And yet, yet, right. after coming into Rad, right. going into his own office, he goes into his time, own office, starts goes doing to the work. Break room. Yep. Comes into my office eventually, puts yep. his foot on the windowsill. Yeah. He's leaning on that. Yeah, so not okay. only did he just track it, it was right. everywhere. Leaves my office, I notice a huge fucking dog right, turd because you on immediately my go, What smell? I mean, it was giant. <laughs> the amount that was still left on his shoe at this point was substantial. <laughs> and it all came off on my windowsill. Right. This because huge dog he turd. put his leg up kind of like you put your leg up on a rock to think or no, something. Well, no, he, that's he, incorrect. It was backwards. So imagine you have your back to the window. Okay. And you have your foot. You just put your oh, foot I up see. a little bit. Which is a downward scraping which motion. Which scraped it off. Which removed the yeah. dog turd. Yes. Off of the shoe and onto my windowsill. It was and on I the windowsill. overstate like... the amount of dog shit that was on the windowsill, okay? Right. There is no way that you can imagine right now how much dog shit was on the windowsill. Because after we told you how long it was from the step into the shit till the shit got on my windowsill, you are thinking that there is like a small shit right. smear on no. my window. No. If a dog had taken the shit on the sill and then someone had pressed a shoe into it and removed the shoe that is what was on my right. window sill. it all came off because he kind of okay. slid his leg foot down onto the ground as he walked in it was massive yes. and it, it had like sides to it right <laughs> so it's like the shoe print it was like a valley it yes. was like valley of the wind where there was two shit mountains and a and a shoe print valley right. in the middle of it so i remember you saying what the fuck what the fuck and then we look out and there's <laughs> footprints like the shit prints right, everywhere right you know like going all over right, the office right you know like the family yes. circus yes. where billy goes yeah. around <laughs> yeah that's what it was only shit yep. right yep. so i was yeah. freaking out i was casey I was not freaked out. out i'm like yeah there is a huge dog turn on my windowsill <laughs> i cannot get past it right now mind you <clears throat> jeff got sort of upset at the fact that steve had tracked 
feces all throughout the rad Stop offices. Stop it. Right. Stop it. As if he himself yes. had never had any issues right. getting human waste product into places <sighs> that it should not have been. And I... yet, in the same, in the very same episode, episode 39, he admitted right. that he was unable to successfully do something in the manner in which it would right. normally be done. Yeah, because episode 39 has a lot of good stuff like yes. episode 3. But yes, yes. this in particular. Exactly. Resulting I in had a very a, similar situation. Right, and I have told some stories about myself, some personal stories. Yes. And this is one of them where things yes. go awry. And I'm just blurry-eyed. I go in and, I'm, and I have to use uh, the urinal. You know? And I never use a urinal anyway, so I'm always having issues what? there. I never do. I rather sit. But in a public place, you don't want to sit. There's no way you want to go down there. Why? Why don't you like using a urinal? So I don't like efficient. this. I don't. It's not an efficiency thing. It's like a privacy thing. Like the worst what? is the football stadium where you just have the big the trough. trough. Yeah. yeah, the trough. Oh, the trough is so no good. You need. What's to, wrong with the trough? I want a privacy partition at minimum. Like I will wait for the. But what is the pri what privacy is being protected there? I don't like it. I don't like like we are an evolved species. We don't piss in a big in in a big like trough that would you normally be feeding pigs or something. But the urine is about to get commingled when the pipes then. Connect I don't want to know about that. Who cares when I that do. happens? I do. I don't like it. In any case. I, I always have, I, I've had issues. I've told you the story before where I was really late at night and I went into the rad right. one. Well, you've told me before that if there's like a bank of five urinals, then that means that three people can pee at the same time. Cause there has to be like really two because the other uh, ends should not be really used. Cause then you're close to the wall, which has like cooties. So okay, really so the two a five urinal bank yes. means two people yes. can pee. Yes. So that there's one urinal separating each person and each wall exactly. from a person. Exactly. Okay. And if there, if there are open stalls, stalls go first. Right. Yes. No matter what. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. How could I be so? So I was tired naive. and I go up to use and I always have issues. All so right. I go up and I just start peeing. Where are you here? I'm at Logan Airport. Logan Airport. All right. I shouldn't say because the secure, the, the, janitor wants to kill me at this point okay. for reasons will we come so i just All start right. peeing and i'm t i'm so tired i just start peeing yep and uh i finally i like look down and i realize i'm not at a normal height urinal i'm at one of those mid urinals yeah. that are like low yeah and i'm peeing on the wall above <laughs> the plumbing that like the auto flusher i'm like fuck and at this point it's gone down around the sides of the urinal none has gone in and i'm like ah and i'd like aim down but at that point the damage had been done so i'd always wondered how that shit while i was you know when i was going to the bathroom here and finding these ridiculous things and i'm like how is this happening now and then at some point it stopped happening <laughs> that must have been the time when you started no, using the bathroom No, no. You, you're the one who can't figure no. out how to use like simple bathroom appliances. No. Usually, when I have urinal issues, it's just personal embarrassment. Like I told you, the time when I went yeah, in there, yeah, I could see why it would be embarrassing. No, if you walk up to that. a urinal with a bunch of people next to you, and you start pissing off. The I don't wall. like. No, that is somewhat embarrassing. Yeah, the right? problem was, is kind of have... like if someone no, just wait. started pissing in the room right now. No, it's a little embarrassing. It's right? like you because have normally when people go no, stop it. The actual urine receptacle. It's not my not fault. Not above it. It's not my fault because, for example, are two places that you would not stop pee. it. 
It's not my fault because they were all the same height except let for the one midge this. one. Let me ask you this. Did the quote-unquote <laughs> urinal you peed into have a hot and cold handle on no. it? No. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> because that we call that a sink. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Oh, usually it's like, my... oh, I was trying to figure out how to pee in this journal. It's really where all this hot air kept coming out of it. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I didn't think you needed like urinal training. Apparently... They even have a fucking target. I mean, like urinals have a thing in them usually that like is a little swirly well, this thing. One, it's like pee yeah, here. This... I mean, it doesn't say pee here, but it's what's for. No, this one. Didn't... And I always wondered who who would that... need this thing, right? Apparently... I'm like, I'm peeing in urinal. I'm like, why would they need a target? How could it be possible people couldn't figure out? But apparently they do. No. Like, you need to have a thing now when you I'm go just to saying, where you're like, you're at the airport. Verify that you're on target. Stop it. Lock on. This is like Tom Cruise and Top Gun, right? Like, lock on to the target first before you start spraying it out there. Anyway, that was not good. I, I felt pretty bad about that. And, but and, I'm sure you didn't do anything about it. You just felt bad. Yeah, no, right. I just I got the All fuck right. out of there as yep. fast as I could. Uh-huh. In fact, I almost was like, I was only mid-P done, and I'm like, fuck, I'm standing here but in front of the evidence. Off. You can't break it off. Well, I was thinking of like, like a quick break off and then a sidestep right but into the next one. But then it would be one. like, you'd have like, it, the, the forensic <laughs> team would come in and be like, wait and, a minute, wait a minute, no. I can see. I see that he started peeing in this one, <laughs> but you see the splatter pattern across the wall here? He switched yep. in midstream. Well, I would have He's to got a guilty conscience. We can get this guy. He's going to slip up. He's going to make a mistake. He's going to return to this to the journal scene of the at crime. some point yeah. and pee into it properly. Just to just prove to that fix, he can. Just to prove that he can. Yep. And we'll be waiting. And we'll be ready. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was so horrible. I think like at an airport, since people are tired and run down, things sh- they shouldn't throw you any uh, any surprises. All the urinals, same height. They shouldn't have like urinal, 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 and a urinal. Are those for little kids? I assume they are, but the other thing I was going to say is uh, normally mid- when I've seen them, which is why, again, it seems like your story is 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 tenuous at best, and you were probably just <laughs> no. fucking up no. the peeing experience. But like, <laughs> well, no, if it a wasn't times, a mid urinal, I'd have to be straight up to clear the urinal top. I dude, I'm still not convinced that you actually were peeing into a urinal. <laughs> like, if you actually couldn't tell whether you were peeing into in, it's not dark. You didn't walk into like a lights out bathroom. I wasn't right? paying this attention. Wasn't like a Larry Craig spectacular. Okay? Oh. You were in a fully lit public bathroom, and somehow you missed the urinal. At this point, I'm still wondering whether or not you were fucking peeing in the gift shop, right? Like, I'm not even certain, like, how we can know what was happening. Anyway, on the urinal front, most of the time when I've seen the low ones, it's not that they start lower, right? They just end lower. Like, they're like a longer urinal. Oh, no, So not sometimes this one. they mount the same size lower, but other times they just have one that's like floor to ceiling. Yeah, in fact, you know I think about? even in this building, we have, um, uh, the same ones that are mounted, the exact same ones just mounted, just mounted very lower. Low. Yes. Yeah. But anyway. Now, Jeff, that was not the last and certainly not the first time you have shared a rather personal anecdote yes. about yourself. Yes, um, there was the Flomax issue. There was the Flomax. There was the jackass drug where I was yep, working out. That you were working out and you yep. wanted everyone to know. And... Uh, this little clip we have here from episode 16, where you discussed with us a session that you had scheduled with yes. Angelina Jolie that did not go as planned. Right. Did not end as anticipated no. from episode 16. I uh, wanted to watch something a little racy. On the Drovo? No, not just oh, racy. Like porn? Not porn. I no. needed something with some story. 
okay. So I hear uh, good things about Gia with uh, Angelina Jolie. Oh, okay. Yeah, when yeah, she's yeah, yeah. young. Okay. Okay. When she's vile. When she's still fucking nuts. Okay. Right. When she's so what still. What does that mean? Fucking nuts. When she's, she, was she insane or something? She was nuts when really? she was a kid. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. She's walking around with vials of blood, right? Uh, Billy Bob's blood around her neck. What? She's fucked up. What are you talking? I'm about? just telling you. I have no idea what you just. Doesn't said, matter. But okay. It's true. All right. Sean will post a link. I'll click on she the was, link and I'll find out. She I guess. was fucking nuts, and okay. I was like, I need a movie from when she was nuts and not the Goodwill Ambassador to fucking wherever. Yeah. I need nuts, Angelina Jolie. Okay. I need naked Angelina Jolie. Naked Both of nuts. them have them. Find out from someone else that Gia, in particular, has naked Angelina Jolie, young Angelina, okay. nuts Angelina okay. Jolie, and lesbian Angelina Jolie. Okay, so and it's I'm basically like, the perfect movie this for this situation. This is score, okay. right? Okay. okay, so I get Gia, this is and I'm like sitting down, okay. and I'm like, this is going to be awesome, awesome. all okay. right? I get, I get. I see you're all unbuttoned. I get my, recline on the couch, <laughs> right? Tissues I, in hand. You're like, I, no, I've taken my Flomax. Right. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, so you're all, so you don't need the tissues because you're Flomaxed up. I'm, okay, I'm perfect. ready so to, I'm ready to roll. The shit out of I'm ready to do. In about five minutes. Right. Okay. I put on no I'm Gia. Story. Okay. Yep. I'm ready to go. Okay. Yep. She's naked. All right. There's new, there's, there's that. Right. It's going well. Thanks. Movie takes a dark turn. Okay. Turns out. Yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. Uh, AIDS. She gets the AIDS. Wow. She gets the drug. Wow. She gets, she gets the drug habits. I'm like, wow. I'm watching this going. This is, this is looking, this is looking good. This is this. And oh then, my God. By the end of the movie, I'm like, this is the anti. That is this awesome. Is someone. That is so awesome. Th- there should be a warning on this movie. Saying, warning, this is not erotic. You this will is, get, you're gonna get fucked up by this film. You're, you're not gonna like the ending. This is not gonna work so for you. So basically, okay, <laughs> you basically had the vicarious experience of sleeping with a hot chick and then finding out she had AIDS. I apparently, because that I was- That is fucking scary. Were you worried about your own- No, I was just fucking like, or I was more mad. I was like- that, What was the emotion? I needed- that you feeling? Was this like rent? I was Was feeling, this like going to see rent? No. Okay. I was, the motion was, I need to do more research before choosing my hot girl movies. Wow. Not the way it should go. So you should have gone with the fucking <laughs> porn, man, because this that is my have, warning. put that in a porn film. This is Nobody my, in their right fucking no. mind put that in a porn film. Even the horse fucking dude yeah. from the previous podcast. Wouldn't do it. No. It took a turn for the worst. He wouldn't go that far. I'm warning my listeners. Wow. So don't rent Gia. Yeah. If you're looking for that kind of thing. Now, Jeff <laughs> may have developed a... A problem relating to uh, to Gia and other sorts of uh, <laughs> situations gone awry, but fortunately for him, about uh, 20, 15 episodes later, right, a solution presented itself. Right, and if you or anyone else you know has been having problems with porn right. or internet porn or any of the porn related. Issues. The issues that yeah. you could have. The issues of the day. That a local church. The here East Lake in the Church. Seattle area, the East yeah. Lake Church had a series for you that we discussed here in episode 31 after Dan put a flyer for oh. it on <laughs> Jeff's keyboard. Make sure we get the date. That's October 11th at 9 a.m. By now, If you want to show up right for the fucking, get there about yeah. 10 a.m. Now, this is actually Bring your this own is a syrup. Protestant church, right? Uh, so, 
I can't make the same kinds of assumptions I could make if it was a Catholic church, which are obvious, right? It's well, like, Martin Luther was can't a make sexy all man. A sexy man. <laughs> Absolutely. What he hammered on the door. Yeah, exactly. Was, pounding. He was pounding right. the nail into the door, right? And the theses were just yielding time yes. and time again to his powerful hammer. <laughs> In fact, Martin the Hammer Luther might actually be the more correct way to refer to him well, it, you know in the religious right. history certainly exactly yeah exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah anyway uh no what i was gonna say is i would just like to note here the contrast between these three things right right it's like the first one's like porn and parents we will provide parents the tools and information they need to protect their family you will see how your kids are innocent out the way right porn and pastries join us seven eight seven to nine for an evening with the ladies of honest and open talk about parents mm-hmm. right then they're like porn and pancakes the greatest men's breakfast <laughs> on the planet. It's all about the conversation. So let's have, it's like, how come that one is written in this like, oh baby, this is going to be fucking awesome voice. It whereas was, the other ones were like totally normal right, and calm. Right. It's like, were you a little more excited about the all male right. pancake breakfast right. by any chance? Right. Sounds like you might have been. Yeah. The pancakes. Well, see, you notice that the XXX church pastors don't come to this one. Yeah. Because <laughs> the last time they did, they didn't, they, they, they right. didn't walk straight for yeah, a week. Nobody. No, like the pastors <laughs> got. <laughs> They were basically raped yeah. repeatedly, yeah, exactly. and they're like, "I'm never yeah. going to pancakes exactly. again." Exactly, right? absolutely, absolutely. All so right. It's like four of the altar boys are still missing. Yeah. <laughs> again, that's Catholic, so I'm sure they, they probably don't yeah. have altar boys. They probably just have like cool dudes who right. who represent the church. Right. right. Where did the triple X yeah. pastors touch you? I, you t- um, well, show where, us, do you, where do you get to touch? Show us on this pastry yeah. where you were touched. <laughs> oh, God. Awesome. This is the Praise craziest Praise the Lord, past the pancakes. Finally, yeah. the last little bit. <laughs> the last little bit is they they have a uh, a subtitle here called A Shot at Love, which, by the way, is in this crazy what? cursive Wait, font. Wait, what? That looks like, I swear to God, it okay. looks like it says A Shot at Love. I didn't read and that. And I'm not even, so, at it. this point, I'm you like... Did. Right, nope. sure, whatever. After porn yeah. and pancakes, that's all that yeah. they're like down here right. is like they're just getting frightening specific this yeah. They're like, finally on Wednesday nights, we everyone to, who right. wants to take a dump on the pastor's right. mouth with cellophane, it, it's only for you. Right. Only those folks should show up, just right. so you know. Because we're gonna talk about how to get over that addiction. Right. Slowly, right. very right. slowly. Until and, we find some more people with that addiction to take over. Right. Yeah. And that shit is going to be the sweetest shit <laughs> because they've eaten it's all pastries, pastries and pancakes, and pancakes for a week. week. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be yeah. delicious. It's going to be fabulous. Right. <clears throat> anyway, and then we have finally... Um, Buttermilk Jesus. <laughs> right. <laughs> we finally have Relationship Rescue, Building a Great Marriage, Better Sex, The Porn Weekend, that's October 12th. Wait, 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 hold on a second. The church has a Better Sex Seminar? Yep. That's all. That's that's okay, that's the week we're, before we're, this. We're going to this. It we, sounds we like we are a, going to that. It sounds like if we went to this church, we are going to be laid like constantly. Yeah, right. Like yeah. we can't help but get fucked yeah, exactly. if we go to this church. Right. <laughs> right. Seriously, Sorry. I don't even think we have to dress up. This right? is going to be one of those new things, you know, like wedding crashers or right. whatever. It's just like <laughs> it's they figure out, like, oh, dude. Church we just crash. show up to the fucking church, man. We get yeah. laid every, every Sunday. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. The only thing I'm concerned about is if we got the days mixed up. Because I oh, think yeah, it'd be like, dangerous oh, if we show, we show up, up at Porn and Pancakes. We show up at breakfast and we're yeah. like, woo. Yep. We're right. in big trouble. Yep. But it is, there is, there is this kind of, um, 
you know, the, the, each week they have a different little what? theme to each, yeah. each weekend. So it is relationship rescue. Yeah. Oh, you're trying to rescue a relationship. All right. Yeah. Now it's building a great marriage. Okay. Okay. Now it's better sex. Okay. So these are in order, kind right. of. Right. Then it's porn weekend where you just Whoa. have, where you just go crazy. It's just called porn weekend. Porn weekend is porn parents, porn patients. Oh, okay. That's, that's, that that's our, mm-hmm. okay. Get, got it. Sorry. I, Finally, I, on the 19th, we have from dates to mates, right? So like, you, this is really like right. the most. No, no, it's it's in order. See, you have poor, you have better sex. You have porn weekend. Yeah, you do some things that you you know yeah. you, you, it. You have to talk about yeah, which, you yeah. know you can't really yep. undo. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. You both did some things that you yes. can't really walk away from. No. So then you go. Well, maybe someone else is yeah. better for me. That's Abortion the dates to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, of course. The final, the final talk is healing from divorce. <laughs> so you end up with dates that possibly turn into mates. Oh, you have to heal from that divorce. It's all in order. And then it's you go. all in order. And then you start over at back at It's uh, good that they're just assuming failure now. Yeah. Right? They're just like, well, you know Look, what? if you're in a relationship and you go to porn weekend, yeah, exactly. you're fucked, yeah, right? Pretty much. No, you're, you're screwed. Like, yeah. your girlfriend your virginal girlfriend. Ex triple X pastors is getting it on with the triple X pastors. Yeah, totally. You're there at the men's breakfast. You don't know what hits you from behind. You know that, that promise one. rings yeah, exactly. are like exploding yeah. Yeah, into exactly. like beams of light. Yeah, exactly. Right? It is not good. Yeah. And Jesus is just looking down, going like, right. "What the fuck right. is going on at no, this church?" No, Jesus goes. He's like, "The Lord giveth." And the Lord taketh. No, no. The Lord giveth. I'm sorry. Give it, taketh. (laughs) I'm sorry. But Jesus, okay, he, even he would look down and go, I honestly have no idea what's going on. I don't know, man. I think Jesus is a stone cold pimp, man. He is like (laughs) ready to roll. You think he just rolls up and he's like, did someone say pancakes? <laughs> Pa-blam! And there's just like a whole like breakfast platter like laid down. Like... It says syrup in the lube. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know how many listeners we have lost? Pancake Jesus. We are fucked. Pancake Jesus we has got to be a band name. Someone has to have Pancake, Pancake Jesus, Jesus. And I'm going to go to see them. That is a great. The whole thing oh is Oh my god. I'm that a little perfect. bit. Oh my god! I love it. Now I don't really understand. Eve, just to wrap up there, I don't understand that thing that you just read—the a shot of love thing. Uh huh. Oh, sorry, a shot, a shot of a love. A shot of love. I'm I'm extrapolating yeah. from the from the the previous right. entry. It's not a shot of love, which is the men's <laughs> breakfast. It's a shot at love. <laughs> now, why is it called a shot at love? That he's like, if anything underscores the fact that it's going to end in divorce more, it's like, well, no. they're not even saying like a 50% chance. It's like a shot. It's like a lottery ticket. No. It's like, you're going to have like a five, 4% chance of making it well, through this I figured, shot right. at love. Yeah. Even if you look at it, you can look at it the literal way. And like every single one of these porn events is ending up. In Bukaki style, no matter right, what. So right, it yeah, is exactly, a shot, exactly. right? It's all going to be a shot of it all is gonna a be shot, a shot of, of love, love to the face. <laughs> <laughs> a shot of love, colon, colon to the face. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's East Lake Church. Yeah. You know, if anybody has the balls to go to one of this, I would take a... Um, I will absolutely go to one of those. What's the date? Are they all when I'm in Japan? I think you're all, they're all in Japan, and I'm not going alone because... Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah. 
Yeah, the, see, the t- September 21st and September 28th are the two not interesting ones. Relationship rescue and building a great marriage. Like, yeah. those could be standard Jesus shit. I want better sex or porn weekend. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. And, right there. and you're gone on that. I want to hear what, the, what Jesus and I'm has not to going say by myself that. because then you'll be like bringing up things and I get really quiet. And right. Like, yeah. It's wrong? like, what do they do to you? Yeah. yeah exactly. no, I don't want to talk about Show it. me on the doll. Yeah. Show me on the doll. <laughs> okay. I think that's the end of our porn clips as well. So we finished our animal clips and, and we finished our porn. our porn clips or sexually related clips, right. I should say. Um, so all the children can tune back right, in. All the children, right. all of our children. You can bring your kids back, back into the room. Back into the room. Right. But not back into. Like, don't use the phrase right. back into. Yes. That turned out to be bad, according to the Swedish prime, uh, Minister of Agriculture. That's right. Um, so maybe not back into the room. Maybe they can return to the room. <laughs> okay, return to the room. Uh, for this next segment from episode 25. Okay. Where, even though we are only now about to move into our second season of the podcast. Oh, right. Which okay. is actually I know what you're real, talking about, right? Yep. We decided to imagine right. what it would have been like if we had had a podcast for many seasons prior to this first actual season of the podcast. Right. Um, and so the idea was that Jeff and I had had a falling out <laughs> and decided to do two separate podcasts every week so we could have more control over the show. And we believe it would have gone something like this clip from episode 25. Hello, everybody. Welcome to The World in Review, the podcast that matters. And today I've got a really great set of things to go over with you guys. I know that everyone out there is looking for ways they can make a difference, and I have put together just a great set of things for you to look into and read about and get involved with. I want to thank uh, Sean for writing in um, to the podcast last week. He was the only one who did, and... uh, the rest of you could learn by that example. I <clears throat> honestly don't really know why no one's been writing in. Um, you, could, you could at least write in if you're not going to actually help at all with anything. You know, write in. It's not that hard. Hello, welcome to The Jeff Show, starring Jeff, where we talk about all the awesome things that happened in the last week. I'm trying to catch up on my email. I got a ton of uh, ton of links that everybody's been sending in, which is awesome. And um, watching all those videos has proven uh, you know, time-consuming, and Sean's going to help me with that. But we should have them all categorized soon. And, uh, yeah, appreciate you, everybody, checking in. So I know a lot of you probably are sorry that you couldn't make it on Saturday to the Defective by Design protest out in front of the Microsoft convention. But you you missed one hell of a protest. There was like there's at least thirty people there. Well, there was twenty eight people there, and two photographers. And I mean, it was awesome. They were in these suits, and they got a ton of shots of them, like sort of around the opening to the convention. And you you couldn't actually go into the convention because that was a the the security guard wouldn't let us go into the convention. But it was near the convention. I think a lot of people I saw a lot of people with name tags kind of going by on their way to lunch. And I think they I think they got the idea anyway, if you know what I mean. And uh, I'm just I you know I was really happy to be a part of it just in general because I think it's a big deal and I think it's something that you know everyone can be proud of. So this week in links, this part of the show usually takes forty to fifty minutes of the show. This week. We had another 80 links for animals, various kinds. They were awesome. Appreciate those. 
Um, those will go along with my 600, I think I had, of last week's Animal of the Week, which was the squirrel. This week is the polar bear. I posted a whole bunch of those, including the old Coke commercials, which are really awesome. Because they, they move around, they kind of seem like they're people, and they it's really cool when they hold the Coke, you know, and kind of cradle it. Oh, wait, yeah, and there's one, I, I got to give you this link directly. It's i33tinypick.com slash 140ztpk.jpg. So everybody should go to that while we can talk about it because it's this bird and it's just wicked awesome. So you can, you know, bring it up on your site and if you want to, you know, post stuff about it. I don't have any way to leave comments on my website because it was a pain in the ass. So I guess, you know, you can just email me and we can talk about it that way. And if somebody else emails me, I'll just like forward all your mails to them. And if you have links that you want to send, I'll send those to the other people that have emailed in. And we'll all share the links and forward them along. Um, I apologize to that guy that got on the email links from the 500 pictures of the squirrels last week. He got on there, and then I put him on everybody else's, and then everybody kept emailing him, and he kept trying to get off. I think he worked at a financial company, and hopefully he doesn't get in too much trouble. Okay, some of you may have noticed that I had to take down the capital punishment protest wall uh, that I had put up just last week, and apparently some people thought that it was funny to just post boobs, 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 exclamation point, like 30 times on there. And then finally, I thought that someone was taking it seriously because there was a, a link that said you should see what's happening in Darfur. And there was a link. I clicked on it and it was someone getting shit on by an elephant. Okay, I know that was you, Jeff. I know that you posted the shitting elephant because that is exactly the kind of link that you normally go to. I don't go over to your animal links page and start posting links to actual world events. You should not be posting on the protest wall, okay? That is not how this works. So yeah, this week is the polar bear. You know, it's one of my favorite animals. It's not quite as cute as like, you know, bunny rabbits and stuff, but they're fuzzy. And I think we can agree that, you know, they're awesome. So send me some pictures. If they you can find some where he's dancing, because I can't find any. I found lots of dancing bears. It's a popular thing. But finding ones that where they're, the polar bears dancing, that'd be awesome. So I know that everyone is probably wants to know how it went with me and uh, the airlines last week. I know I said that I was going to call again and talk to them about putting in place the new policies for sorting people by whether or not they plan to recline during the flight. And so I thought I made my case very clearly that anyone who's not going to, to recline should be up towards the front of the plane so that nobody reclines back into anyone else. And then the people in the back of the plane, you know, they can all recline and they're all reclining, right? So there should be a point in the middle of the plane that's like for every given flight, we have sorted the people so that all of the non-recliners are in the front and all of the recliners are in the back. And it's just, you know, it would be considered a violation of FAA regulations to recline or not recline in one of the two sections, you know, that, that sucked it through. Unfortunately, they didn't seem to be very receptive to this. So I, you know, I'm going to keep on pushing for it. We'll see how it goes. All right. This week's movie for Jeff's Movie Club was Cyborg 2. 
It was Angelina's first movie role, where she plays Kate Acidburn Libby. It's not quite a Tomb Raider. Um, she's in it for about 10 minutes or so. I thought the movie was awesome. You know, next week, we're going to do Gone in 60 Seconds. I'm going to save everybody some time. Really, the segments, I, I would start at about 14.01, go to 25, 24 minutes in, and then again, there's a scene where she has this, like, tank top on, and I would say probably, like, 37 minutes in to about 45 minutes in. You can watch the whole thing, but really... We're just going to focus on the Angelina Jolie parts next week, like we usually do, so you can avoid the rest if you want. <sighs> okay, um, everyone has been writing in and saying, where are the animal links? So I have tried to go and get some animal links. Um, the animal for this week is going to be the polar bear. And it is, you know, it's, a, it's an endangered species. It's been on the endangered species list for, for three years. Um, if you haven't heard about this, I urge you to go read about that. Um, I've prepared two links for you. The first one is a video that shows what's happening right now uh, to the polar ice caps and how the ice flows that the polar bears need to survive are breaking up. It's very sad. Um, you can see the polar bears trying to survive on, you know, floating pieces of ice, and it's just really tragic and, and, uh, it, and moving. And the other video I have is the World Wildlife Federation's fundraiser for polar bears promotional video. I highly recommend that everyone watch this video and give to the World Wildlife Federation if you can. There's only so much time left for the polar bears, and it may soon be the case that you will only be able to see them in captivity. And so I think really if there's anything that you can do to help, I, I strongly, strongly urge you to do that. Okay, so Drobo released a new software update this week. I'm really optimistic about this one. You know, I talked last week about how when I moved it to my new computer, I had to copy everything off and then back on. It took four days. This time, when the new update came out, I have to do it again. But um, I'm thinking that it's, it's going to be good because they're moving to a model where you can share your data with more than one computer and more than one day at a time kind of thing. What was the cook doing? They put the lobster in a pot of boiling water. You know, if, if I wanted to cook the fucking thing myself, you know, I cook it at home. I don't need to go to a restaurant to have you take 10 seconds to steam this fucking thing, and then I have to be like goddamn Indiana Jones over here, like, you know, inching through each individual part, breaking off the things. It's fucking ridiculous. It's like more work than it's worth. So, I mean, I never fuck, I mean, that's why I never have lobster. I pretty much never have it, ever. Okay, so our new segment this week in my iPhone, my iPhone is still awesome. This week I made 12 calls, and I think eight of them were outbound, and four were people calling me. And, yeah, you know, it's awesome. Like, you just talk on the phone and you answer it, and you can answer it by swiping your finger, or you can, you know, just press the button. It's, it's great. I mean, everyone should have one of these. 
Plus, all of the Muppets are not the same fucking age, right? Waldorf and Statler, older than that eagle thing, right? Which is older than Bunts and Honeydew, okay? They're not all babies at the same fucking time! I mean, what? who's the plot continuity guy here, right? Who said that, like, a 40-year-old fucking Muppet and a 20-year-old Muppet would be babies in the same goddamn nursery? You gotta be out of your fucking mind, right? There's no possible way that could happen! It doesn't make any sense! Any gangbang that has more than eight people is no good. Most of those guys are sitting around with nothing to do. They're awkward looking at each other. There's some sort of, like, line system that they have to maintain, you know? And why do we need more dick in my porn? I want less dick in my porn. But the goal of the rim is not to spin, it's to stay stationary, okay? It's like weighted on the bottom so that when the car is driving and the wheels are spinning at full speed, it stays stationary. I got news for you. That's what it already looks like when you look at a wheel. It's called temporal anti-aliasing, you dumb motherfucker. When you're at the gas station and there's eight million pumps and then there's a diesel on the end, who uses diesel? Right? Like, why even confuse us? Diesel pumps, no good, of course. You know, why have choices we can't use? Put it over in the corner. Put it over by the air pump. Oh, where's, like, the marshmallow cream? Oh, it's not with the marshmallows. God forbid it's with the fucking marshmallows. Why would marshmallow cream be with the marshmallows? Instead, marshmallow cream is with, like, completely unrelated barbecue shit. It's like, okay, who uses marshmallow cream in a barbecue? Look. Whatever it is, if the box is not a standard size, it's no good. You get a DVD, and it's like an inch bigger because it's a special edition, and then all of your shit doesn't match up anymore, doesn't look good, you've got stuff on top, now they're sitting diagonally. It's just no good. You know, don't do that. I don't care. If you want to make it wider, that's pushing it, but I'll allow it. It's like, you mean a cantaloupe? I'm like, no, cantaloupes are only in Europe. They're called muskmelons here because that's what it is. If you want to keep propagating this word that's totally erroneous, just so we all feel better about ourselves, fine, but guess what? It's not a fucking cantaloupe. If I wanted a cantaloupe, I would have asked for a cantaloupe. Some of these fucking machines have, like, city sounds. Why do I want to listen to a city sound? Machines making sound to help you go to sleep, no good. Have you ever heard of volumetric pressure? It's like the deeper down you go, doesn't matter. The bench is the worst at the surface, at the fucking surface. Like, they're sitting around in the dark with each other, and they're looking at things through this telescope, and you know what? Somebody else is going to take pictures of them. Why not look at those pictures? Why do you have to look at something yourself, right? It's no different. You just go on the net. But it doesn't look anything like milk, right? I don't know why someone would take a coconut, open it up, and say, that's milk, right? Look at an apple, squeeze that shit out right into a cup, and go, that's, oh, that's definitely not milk. That's juice, right? If you're juggling with anything but balls, if you're juggling anywhere publicly, like in the fucking park, no good. Okay, put down the knives, put down the chainsaws, juggle balls in your own house. That's it. That's the only place you're allowed to juggle. Everywhere else is no good. Okay, so moving on, more than once on the podcast, it has been the case that one of us has gone adventuring right. outside of our King County roots. Japan. Here. Japan, Boston, New York City, the Big New Apple, York, if you will. Salt Lake City. And that's probably about it. Yeah. Oh, Canada. Oh, yeah, we had a Vancouver trip. 
We had a Vancouver trip. Yes. But none were so fruitful as your trip to Portland, Oregon. Right. Where at Powell's Bookstore, you <laughs> discovered what would be a font of podcast material right. for several episodes <laughs> in a book that became the source right. for the Van Halen Minute segment. Right. Everybody and later, wants some. later, its sequel, The Heavy Metal Minute. Exactly. And in this clip from episode 33... We hear what is possibly one of the finest contributions to Van Halen literature that Ian Christie and David Lee Roth have ever made. Well, so I we am have reading. One for us here? Yeah, well, I'm reading. Okay, again, uh, right. as we're going to review real quick the Van Halen saga. Yes. Written by Ian Christie. Yes. Which is one of the most intriguing books of 2007. One of the right? most intriguing books of 2007. A highly recommended read for all Van Halen completists. Yes. This is from Chapter 11, which is called Roll With It. Roll With It. Roll With, Roll it. with it, Jeff. Interviewed by Penthouse, Roth sounded wistful for the open-minded sexual sophistication of the 1970s. <laughs> the girls he was hitting between the legs weren't connecting with him as often between the temples. <laughs> this is awful. They had become too young and too predictable. The age of the sexually experienced and adventurous professional groupie was over. I'm sorry, professional groupie? Professional group. Well, not just professional groupie. The sexually experienced and oh, adventurous just, right. professional groupie. Okay, well, we'll right. get to that. I'll let you finish reading, yeah. but I have some questions about that already. Okay. What's in the room next door now are college girls, working girls, secretaries, nurses, assistants. It's really not like New York after hours anymore, as much as I'd like it to be. Roth joked about suffering choice fatigue and ended up back at the hotel alone. Oh, my Lord. That's uh, 1970s. He's looking back. Now, wistfully. Cho choice fatigue. Choice you fatigue. You use the phrase choice fatigue. Like, as if that's something we're just supposed to know what that is. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, man, I can only do it like three or four times yeah. a night. So, you know, I can't take all of you. Right. I'm going to have to narrow the field down here, and it's just getting too hard to do. Well, I don't understand when he's ex when he's complaining about the women in the room next door. He's speaking, like, right now. Is it like a holding tank? Like, right, what, right. Yeah, what's in going the on In the next over door, there? there's college girls, working girls, secretaries, nurses, and assistants. All of them. That's his choices. That's what and you've got to them, work with. Right, and that's none of them point. are right. the sexually experienced and adventurous professional groupie. That he's that he came to know and love. Well, what in the, the 70s. fuck is a professional groupie? Does that mean that they earn their living from being a groupie, like handouts from the band or something? I don't know. This is like somebody complaining about like uh, something you can't even relate to in any way, right? Like, right. Just some oh, yeah, exactly. Thing that you're like, yeah, you know what? I was in Cabo last week, and uh, you know it was a hundred degrees while you're sitting in rain or something. It's just like, shut up. I well, don't. Well, it's hear probably about it. more like something like. Yeah, but now that they've outlawed lobsters that are under 12 inches long, I mean, <laughs> I can't even get them flown in from somewhere. It's really annoying. Yeah, yeah. it's not good. Well, anyway, I, I again, it's a little, it was a bring-me-down, I understand. Roth has a hard life. See, I don't think it's a bring-me-down. I think that that helps us understand that even people who seemingly, on the surface, have just a perfect life, right? Because right. who wouldn't want to trade shoes and pants with David Lee Roth. Scarfs. Right? And, and hearing dates and so on with right. David Lee Roth, right? But maybe and now hair. you, now you think twice. Now you're like, okay, 
Choice fatigue. Yeah. Right? This Never is what I have this. to look forward to. It's yep. choice fatigue. Yeah. Okay? It's hard. It's like fibromyalgia, right? <laughs> it is a difficult <laughs> medical condition oh, that can be oppressive. It can... You if, Doctors okay, don't even if understand. If you are not careful, if you are not careful, thanks to choice fatigue, you may end up going back to the hotel room alone. Alone. Again. Through no fault of your own. Right, right. Okay? Because there were... Hairstylists, assistants, uh, roller derby queens. I don't remember all the shit you listed in the room next door. Okay, but they're next door. Right. And frankly, I can't be bothered to walk. I don't want around the corner. That. Right. Right. And some asshole, even though I told them that I wanted the double room with the door between, right. fucked that up. Right. <laughs> so now I actually have to go out into the hallway. The shit which I would do. involve tying my robe up. Right. <laughs> That's crap. I don't remember where those little slipper things went. Right. They could be anywhere by now, <laughs> frankly. Like, on Wednesday, I forgot where that shit was. Okay? So I have no idea where those are. They may be lodged in some... I don't even They. I don't even know where they are. Someone right. probably wore those home. Yeah. Okay? It's a hard life. It is a very, very hard life. Well, that's our Van Halen minute yeah. for this week. Van Halen Saga, Ian Christie. And the mini bars. <laughs> Just a little thing. Empty. Well, it sounds like empty. it sounds like he's doing a bit of a good, no good, and like oh right, and yeah. that group, it, like groupies have become um, no, no good, good for him, and yeah. he's just like going off on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's Fucking there, administrative like, assistant. You're David Lee Roth, and I am whoever you know, whatever the equivalent is of me in that situation, and I'm saying groupies expect right. it to be good, like right. groupies good. It's like hey, no dude, good. Tell me about surprise. Groupies. Right, no good. Right, choice fatigue. Choice fatigue. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you don't understand what it's like to be. I'm not connecting between the temples. I'm only <laughs> totally disconnecting. What was it? What was it? Connecting, uh, hitting between the legs, connecting between the temples. Between the temples. Yeah. Wow. As now, often they were sometimes connecting with him, just not as often. Not yeah. as okay. So sometimes yeah. it's like, yeah, it's hey, a... I didn't think that I would have that much in common with the nurses next door. Right. Turns out, right. If you have a couple of sponge bath was our common (laughs) link that (laughs) we could both agree on. Right. right? It's what brought us together. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. (laughs) She knows how to give one. I wanted one. It all connected. It was beautiful. Right. We 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 healed each other. Really. (laughs) (laughs) David Lee Roth, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, David Lee Roth. He has a certain. sort of characteristic uh, flair about him mm-hmm. that I would have said would deny literary embellishment, but I was wrong, right? <laughs> awesome. I was absolutely wrong. Ian Christie just totally swooped in and proved that you can use as flowery language as you want, even if you're talking about David Lee Roth. <laughs> Amazing. Well, we've done sex and we've done rock and roll, yeah. so that means there's one last thing. That's right. Which is drugs. Which is drugs. Which, which actually, is... surprised it was not a very common topic on the Jeff and Casey yes. show somehow. We but in this early episode, episode 12, we discussed a move to a drug-based economy. Yes. And we discussed meth heads. Yep. And we also discussed potheads yes. in this little segment. And as you recall, I think we discussed this as a uh, mechanism for transforming our economy long before it was fashionable to say that the economy was in trouble. Right. And I think a lot of people dismissed this theory, this law, rather, that you proposed. And I wonder if they would be so quick to dismiss it today. Let's find out from this clip 
from episode 12. This is the important thing to realize. If you, I don't, I don't understand how you could have a theory about no, this. It's just I, ridiculous. No, I, I don't have a theory. I have a law. That goes beyond the theory. All right. You and feel like is, you can prove this. Yes. Right. Yes, I can prove this. Okay. So the 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 law is, stoners will can make anything into a bomb. Anything. <laughs> If you say, no, there's no way, it's two-dimensional, right. yeah. no, they can make right, it into right. a bong. And in fact- I bet you can't make this into a bong. Right. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Okay. You can't. It's just like the, if you can figure out if your problem is NP, then you're like, or can be translated into an NP problem that is translated. It's the same <laughs> thing, right? Like So basically, okay, so what you're saying is there, wait, well, no, I'm not sure what you mean. Okay, what? I see. All right, I see exactly what you're saying. So some somewhere at some point, somebody proved that a pothead can make anything into a bomb. Exactly. So if somehow you can transform your material science problem or in- or engineering problem into the form exactly. of can you make this into a bong? Then the answer is yes, yes, you can. Right. So all you need to do, if you have, if you're an architect and you can't figure right. out how to fit a building into a plot of land that doesn't fit it, right? That doesn't right. That, like. There's no way. Right. All you need to do is restate that problem as I'm trying to make a bong that fills this space maximally. Right. 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 Put an ad in High Times magazine, and you will get multiple solutions. solutions. Right. It right, doesn't right. matter what that is. If you're trying to like, <laughs> hey, I need to prove that like a Mobius yeah. strip in a four-dimensional thing right, is right. some surface topology pr- correct, all you need to do is prove that- Can you smoke pot out of it? Can you smoke pot out right. of it? And that yes. is, and, and, and you don't even have to prove that. You have to convert it to a pot problem and then let the pothead solve it for you. Now, th- I think I'm imagining that part of the problem though with this in, not in terms of a law, cause the law is fine and probably true, but part of the problem with getting useful results from this law, I'm imagining are a, it is difficult to transform problems into bong construction problems. Yes. Some problems do not lend themselves to easy transmutation right. some. into a bong problem. Fewer than you think, right. but some. Yeah. Well, no, it's not that, it's not that once they are, they can't be solved. I'm not suggesting that. Yeah. I'm just saying that for someone who is not already a pothead, transforming yes. the problem into a bong problem can be a challenging right. exercise. Right. right. So sometimes it's easier to solve the problem it may than to be, figure out how to right, turn it, to into, turn a it into a bong problem. problem. Right. Right. Uh, but I'm imagining that the worse, the, the bigger roadblock to using this as a technique for solving problems yes. is that once you have converted the problem into a bong construction problem, should we... What are we going to call that? Uh, bong transmutation. So it's a BT. Okay. It's a BT complete tr- problem. Tr- okay, BT Once complete. Once you have proved that your thing is BT complete, <laughs> and you have given it to the potheads, and they have done it. Right. They have made the bong out of whatever it is you gave them. Totally. My guess is that the real the real work begins there because the potheads, I guarantee you, are not going to be able to explain to you how they made the bong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're so fucking wasted now that even if they knew yeah. how they did it, they're we, not interested. Right. We in smoked talking to- an entire house of weed <laughs> yeah. because we, you gave us. We're so baked. Yeah, we're so right? well, well. No, so no, you they- have are left with the problem of 
reverse engineering right, the process because you need the process to be remapped right. back to your space, right. whatever it is. And your because object- all you're left with is a huge fucking bong, right? right? Exactly. Which is not what you needed, right? Exactly. You need it's- to know. You need to be able to reconvert the process back to your right. problem space. Well, like frequency domain and spatial domain, there are some problems better solved in one than and the, the other, other. Yeah. right? So the bong domain is appropriate yes. for some things. I say yes. three-dimensional um, object construction where yeah. there is airflow yeah. of any kind, air right. conditioning, HVAC yeah. problems, <laughs> uh, uh, plumbing-style problems. Yeah. You're like, how am I going to get the plumbing around to my electric toilet? Right. If you're saying, if you imagine, like, how would you smoke a bong through my toilet, then it might open your mind to new possibilities, yeah. right? This yeah. is why this is why drugs should be legal. Now, as I'm sure you're aware, Jeff, and I know our listeners are probably also aware, the Nobel Prize for Economics is n- <laughs> usually not given until several years after the discovery, right. which is probably why you have not yet, yet received, received it. Yeah. But I, for one, would not be surprised. <laughs> if you received a phone call sometime, say, 2015. All right. I'm going to look forward to Based on days. this particular clip. That's all I'm going to say <laughs> about that. Awesome. However, as good as you may be at economics, as we found out in episode three. One of very our early, early episodes. episodes right so. off the bat. There are some things that you're not very good at. And video games that involve three-dimensional looking cameras is definitely not one of them. You fucker. Well, I've talked about this as far as games when I play them. It's like, okay, I'm not captain coordinated when I play the games because I don't play them all the time. Right. Okay, what um, what I really hate when I play a new game is that... Okay, I'm gonna play the Godfather, right? Right. And right. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna be this good fella. Yeah, get right. In there. Yeah. Okay. And what immediately happens to me is I realize that they put me in control of the retarded gangster, right? Yeah, right. Right. The special Absolutely. ed gangster. Yeah. Because apparently I yeah. don't know where anything's yeah. at, right? You're like, in the middle. Say, you're stuck in the middle of Godfather goes on, right? right? Like, and it's like, hi. Corky. Yeah, totally. Corky, Corky the, the gangster. head in my bed. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They're, they're just like, uh, you need to go down to, uh, you know, to Spinelli's and get some weapons. Yeah. And you're like, I don't know where the fuck Spinelli's is. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck should I know that? And they're like, you don't know where Spinelli's is, do yeah. you? And I'm like, yeah. no, but I should because I'm a fucking gangster. gangster. Yeah. No, you're not. You're retarded. So no, if you don't yeah. know where it is, I'm not going to tell you. You need to go over to the drugstore in 85 and 5th and maybe yeah. they'll tell you. Yeah. It's like, when did I be, why, why are you making me play the retarded gangster? I want to be the right. cool gangster. And no, I'm the retarded one that doesn't know where anything is. Yeah. I'm also the gangster that gets caught on every fucking doorway. Right. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, yeah. damn it. Back up. I'm, I'm going to need a new suit right, and every also, five minutes. Totally. I'm also up. the gangster that he walks into a room. The bad guys start yeah. shooting. I get nervous yeah. and, and immediately move my mouse like huh which makes me look down right right and so here's which is again it's like yeah it's totally rain man goffer it's like uh uh oh here's i don't know if we should be shooting here's what happens to me i run into the room i get started i look down at the floor i go oh fuck i'm getting shot i don't see them i just see me getting like (laughs) yeah so i back out of the door backwards (laughs) and i go oh fuck all right all right get your shit back together i move the mouse up so i'm looking for it i'm either looking at the floor or the ceiling all the fucking time right I'm like the worst gangster ever. And this is like... Well, Mario Puzo, right, and Francis Ford Coppola 
are there, you know, and there, there's this mob battle, right? He's like, cut, 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 wait, cut, wait, wait. cut, 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 cut. And he's like, dude, Pacino, why are you looking at the floor? Yeah, what, 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 why are you looking matter? at the floor, dude? What's going on? Except, look, okay, what I need you to do, I need you to look at the floor, I need you to back out of the room, alright? Look at the floor, back out of the room. Can you do How that? How hard is that, okay? It's the same as every other gunfight we just shot. <laughs> you look at the floor and you back out of the room. You wait for the enemies to come out one at a time, and you shoot them. <laughs> That's how gangsters operate. What's the matter with you? Jesus, I thought you were Italian. It's like, like, don't you know anything, right? Uh, I'm like, yeah. I, it's, it's the worst feeling yeah. in the world. I don't want you to drive down the street. I want you to drive into the fire hydrant. I want you to <laughs> spin into the fire hydrant for about a minute till you figure out where reverse is. Once you have reverse, I want you to back, back over back into some pedestrians. Yeah, that storefront. Right. I want you to go forwards again. I want you to run back into the fire hydrant. How hard is this? Come on, you do that so a couple of times. Hard. Yeah. Jesus, get your shit together, man. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's me playing. <laughs> but it doesn't matter what game it is. I played Gears of War for 30 seconds. Yeah. I couldn't find the way to get out. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, I walked in and, like, my dudes are like, follow us. Yeah. And I came around the corner. My mouse looked down. The dudes were gone. <laughs> I got the mouse up and it's like, where the fuck did they go? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It's dark and brooding. <laughs> yeah. I can hear them somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, it sounds like they're I've having fun. I'm not having fun. Team. But they're having fun. It's right. like, oh. And, and so, so what gets me is like, okay, oh, you gotta have some like difficulty in the game. It's yeah. like, what gangster? Why don't yeah. you, when I'm in the fight, lock my mouse look down? Because I'm never gonna look at the ceiling. Ever. No gangster goes in and says, <laughs> the first thing I should do is check out the ceiling <laughs> for, for, for guys that are like Jackie Channing up there yeah, exactly. and ready to spring on around. me. Oh, fuck. And so, yeah, so for me, that's, that's the, that's the nature of me playing modern games yes. is fighting the control scheme. And if you take out the fact that I am fighting it and you You're just right. filmed me playing it, you'd go, wow, this is the worst gangster, the worst it's space. Ever, yeah. yeah. And, and it's like, uh, that's not why I bought your game. I didn't play right, You buy bought the game because you wanted to be have a gangster, gangster experience. Right. You want experience being a gangster. And I'm not. Yeah. And I'm, you experienced being the world's dumbest, dumbest least coordinated gangster. gangster. Right, right. Who's always admiring the architecture. Right, yeah, wow. exactly. Wow, this room is awesome. Exactly. Now, on the Jeff and Casey show, gangsters are not the only thing that are retarded and uncoordinated. <laughs> one of our earliest subjects. Yes. Uh, one of, Something that's been a recurring theme. Over and over, over again. Over and over again, because it has such an impact on our lives in a negative way, is, of course, the Microsoft Corporation. Right. Whose shadow we live in here right. in the Kirkland Valley. Well within mortar range, as John Well describes. within mortar range. Unfortunately, we have no weaponry. <laughs> except this podcast and we have used it as much as possible in perhaps our most infamous of microsoft clips <clears throat> we created an imaginary character if you right. will inspired by their own press releases where they always say we are awakening the giant they are awakening the giant and we wondered what kind of shitty giant, giant must be awakening when Microsoft decides they're going to awaken this giant. And why is it always asleep? <laughs> and we found out here in episode 21, after Microsoft made a very interesting press release about Windows. This isn't the first time they've invoked that. 
In 2006, <laughs> Steve Ballmer said the same fucking thing. He said, we need to wake the sleeping giant. Yes. They've done it twice, <laughs> yeah. right? It's like the okay. gimp. Hey. It's like, I think the gimp's sleeping. Well, we better go wake him up. Well, let's, let's just look oh. at this. Like, hey, Microsoft, your giant fucking sucks. It's At least two times that we know about, he's falling asleep. It's falling okay, asleep. Okay, if you okay, like yeah. okay, you're Microsoft. Yeah. We hire a giant, yeah. right from Volt, probably, right? right? <laughs> he's on contract. Right, he's a temp worker. Yep. Your giant keeps falling a fucking asleep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What the fuck? You've got yeah. a shitty giant. Narcoleptic. It's Why a narcoleptic don't they fire giant. this giant? I don't, well, I I guess I do have. There's a reason why they probably won't fire the giant. Okay. Which is that I, they don't fire people at Microsoft hardly ever. Like you have to like embezzle money or shit to get fired oh, from you're Microsoft. Talking, you get you'll get a negative performance review. Like the giant probably didn't get fives, right? The giant well, that's was a getting one weird one through five right. thing. Right? Yes, yeah. Okay. Well, there's one. Well, for the benefit of the people who don't know how Microsoft does their performance reviews. Or did their performance reviews? I have no. They probably just have like a stamp that's like "good job" now that they do something. I don't know. Anyway, I got an alligator. Oh yeah, I got an alligator. Not sure what that means. <clears throat> Stock ain't worth shit, so I guess I don't care. But at the end of the day, yeah. Um. So what they do is they uh, managers at least or were supposed to assign their uh, reports a number between one and five that was like how good you did. So like five being the best and one being the worst. Or All right. whatever. And the idea was that you are not allowed to give out arbitrary ratings. You have to give out a specific number of each. So it's less of a one through five, how well did you do, as a rank your reports in order of who you most want to keep to who you care the least about keeping, right? right. So, <clears throat> you know, the question that comes up a lot is like, okay, well, what if everyone's really good and I want to keep them all? And they're like, no, no. The idea behind That's this performance possible. review, right, right, is like you're on the sinking ship and you have a rowboat, and it's like who do you take in the boat and who, you know, I guess the implication is you just let the people fucking drown. I don't know. Right. What you know, like I guess so, yeah. You let them drown. Good, good. Another good metaphor from Microsoft. They're coming out <laughs> swinging, right? Actually, now that I think about it, though, the, the giant, giant would like a robot. Oh yeah, it's like the worst thing for a robot, right? Right. Like the instant he tries to step into the rowboat, it just splinters and sinks, right? <laughs> and it went him with it. But even if you no, so, he steps right, in it and it goes right to the water uh, level, yeah, so yeah, exactly. no one else yeah, can, can get, get in the boat. It's perfect. So the giant, yeah, you should probably get a one for that. But even if you're like, no, he's a giant, he'll be able to paddle really well or something. Like whatever you're <laughs> mentally thinking right here, you know. Okay. I mean, I, I don't know. Like even if for some reason you thought, oh, let's have the giant. He falls asleep. Right. So you'd have like this giant in the rowboat who's just sitting there sleeping. So now you have to paddle the weight of a giant down the fucking river to get away from your sinking boat. It's right. Like, what the fuck? I have no idea. Microsoft has lost it. They have fucking lost it. Oh, my God. I do not understand what is going on at that company. God damn it. Them and the giant. Oh, my oh. God. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> okay, well, let's go ahead and get started here. Okay. All right. So why don't you start by telling me how you feel your performance has been over the last oh, year? Oh, very satisfactory. All right. Yeah. Okay, you, uh, you did fall asleep again. Yeah, oh. 
Uh, just satisfactory then. Uh, okay. You can move it down if you want. From Look, we I think I checked very satisfactory yeah, on the sheet when I did. gave it to you, but I'm changing that now. Look, okay, we've talked about this down. in many performance reviews. Yeah, you say did. you're going to try not yeah. to fall asleep so much. But I am so unmotivated these okay. days. Okay, you know? tell me about that. What's going on there? Well, options underwater again. You know, All right. This goose not lay golden egg like used to. Yep. Just egg now. Stuck kind of rotten. Pretty low. Goose looking tastier though. Okay, wait. Well, that's an excellent point. I thought so too. Okay. Yeah. Tastier. Let me read you something off Greta, your co-worker's oh, form here. Greta. Yep. She says, and I'm yeah, quoting here, uh -huh. he looks at me like he might eat me. She wrote that uh, on the sheet? Yep. She gave you a sheet with that? Yep. So? Yep. Looks at I me. I think that's a big misunderstanding, really. You know, mostly Greta, not Giant so much. No. I mean, Giant doesn't write bad thing about Greta on Giant's sheet. You know, look. But Greta feels she has to write things about Giant. You know, you I know? should just send you directly that, to sensitivity training. Oh, not again. We know how that went last time. Yeah, thanks to Greta. No, not thanks to yeah, Greta. Yeah, thanks to Greta. You knew what would happen yeah. if you did the trust fall. They blindfolded me for trust fall. What giant supposed to do? You know, they're supposed to catch never mind. giants. Never mind. And now it's giant's fault. Look, Why isn't Greta's fault? Why don't you know? My back hurt for a week after trust fall. You know, let's just go. I over, did not let's come go back over your complaint. with much trust, I can tell you that. Let's just go over yeah. your complaints. How about we do that? Yeah, it's about time. All right, all right. These are the things you think we should be doing better. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Let's go number one here. Yeah. Huh? The 360 controller is too small? Yeah, way too small. That's... The old one was so much better. That's not even our group. But I sent out a memo, yeah. I don't know if you got it because I tried to CC like everyone in my address book. That's completely inappropriate. And the window was too small, so I had to resize it, and I'm not sure if all the addresses got in, but you know, it was pretty cool if you didn't get it. You know, it, look. You know. Look at your number two here. What number two? People keep waking me up. Yeah, they do wake you, me up. You're yeah. not supposed to be sleeping. Well, but I, um... You know, I retract that complaint. You know, you know, let let me just retract that one, you, this, and we will we'll move on from there because I I see your point. You know, that this, you have this isn't working that. out. You know, no, it's it's working out if you just retract the complaint. I don't I think, think the complaint you is really getting between us here with your you know current position. Yeah. I think I think we should just reassign you. But let's I I retract the complaint. You know, I, I retracted, complaint retracted, so let's, we can just go home after that, right? Just you know, retract the complaint. I think we need to find a place that's better suited for you. Oh, oh. how about Halo Team? Wait. Yeah, Giant could go to Halo Team. You've, you've been sleeping since we sold Bungie? We sold Bungie? That was months ago! No! 
Nobody told Giant we sold Bungie. That is terrible. Bungie only division make anything people like. What am I supposed to do with 360 now? Account got suspended. Someone call up, pretend to be Giant. They asked what was first pet. I had Goose. They guessed that. Now I can't do anything. No friends list. No gamer score. No downloadable games. I have to play Aegis Swing. It's terrible. Look. You oh my god. This I is... suppose I could wait for Fable 2, but that'd be like 10 years probably. Look, this isn't. Banjo Tooie. You can build a car or something. You know. I saw the trailer. It was rusty, kind of. And it flew around. Look, it I think pretty good. I think I have a place that's gonna work for you. Let's oh. just move on here. Thank you, thank you. We know the Zune has been underwhelming. You may have thought that the giant was sleeping, but it turns out we had no giant at all. But now our division has a new giant, and we are going to wake him up. Well, Casey, we've gotten to that part in many of our episodes where we discuss a segment that we've done for a long time mm -hmm. that first appeared sort of accidentally in episode nine. Yes. Where I was talking about men that cross the street too slowly. Well, not men, but anyone, I think, yes. who cross the street too slowly. Oh, that's true. It, 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 Man or, or woman or beast. Right. And then about, I don't know, 10 weeks later, I was describing an incident that happened to me at the 7-Eleven. And during this segment, you noticed. Yes. That there was a classification system. Yes. This was on the fly, and this was yes. not. And in fact, I had thought this segment would end up being called Random Acts of Rudeness. Right. And yet, Casey, while we were filming it, came up with the great idea that this should be a classification system known simply as good, no good. Yes. And I... this is a clip from our very first one where you can hear my gears turning as Casey figured out something that was important. And there's a long pause when he says, no good, when my mind goes, yes, no good is good. And I knew it was going to be around a while. And then we milked it for and everything it was worth. And we to milk that. Squeezing that, uh, the teat of good, no good until it is bone dry. And in fact, it has now lent its name to the next season's documentary. Right. Sean's Sean documentary is, is going to be called Good, No Good. And here is the very Casey first podcast. time that it was ever called that. Right. From episode 17. You've heard of random acts of kindness? Yeah, right? it's a bumper sticker. Yeah. You practice, know, practice random, random acts, acts of kindness. kindness. Be nice. Something. Yeah. I, about two weeks ago, <clears throat> uh -huh. practiced a random act of rudeness yep. that I think made the world happier than a act of kindness. Okay. So the Jeff Roberts philosophy is random acts of rudeness. Okay. Okay. I was at a 7-Eleven. Yeah. There was, good, that's a good start right there. Yeah, there was a man in front of a large line of us. Uh-huh. Okay. He had a coupon. I would say that if I if I had to put myself in your brain right now... Yes. Okay. 
which is a terrifying thought. No, you like my but brain. But let's say You'd I did like that it for in a there. Second. It's awesome. I would say it's a party in my brain. And this all has the nothing time. to do with the story, but <laughs> I would say that you would say something like, "Anytime there's a long line at the 7-Eleven, that's no good." You know there's problems if there's a line at the 7-Eleven. Yes, right. right. That actually is true. Like, like people crossing the street Truism. too slow. Yes. Long line at the 7-Eleven. They're if, in the same. I feel like in your brain there's yes. like a, the lobe that's responsible for these categorizations has a little thing in there that's like danger, long line at the 7-Eleven. Right. Be, and yeah. let me tell you why. Okay. If, if you slow down a line at the 7-Eleven, yeah. let me tell you what you're buying. Okay. Right? <clears throat> you're either a kid trying to buy some beer, yeah. underage. Yeah. No good. It's going to be a scene. Number two. Yep. Your kid trying to buy pornography. Yep. Underage. Right. Yep. Number three. Cigarettes. Number three. You're someone buying like eight million lottery tickets. (laughs) Yes. I've seen that before. (laughs) I've seen that one before. No good. None of these are good. Okay. You're usually, first off, you're buying like two dozen and then you're like, can you check all these to see if they're good? And like, that's when the lines form. So if there's a line at the 7-Eleven, there's shit going on that you don't want any part of. Anyway, I'm so happy both that I was able to predict this and that somehow the rant that came out was even better than I had expected. Well, wait, I I was hoping for it and I, you over delivered. All right. You over delivered. Yes. No good. Indeed. No good. Indeed. My friend. And, and we we've just... had for the tally, we have had what? One sixty seven percent. Good, right. and all the rest were no goods. Yeah, Did we yeah. ever have a? G- oh wait, no. There was a partial good on cleavage at Renaissance fairs. Cleavage at Renaissance fairs. Yeah, there was the sixty-seven percent good on nip slips, celebrity nip, nip slips, celebrity nip slips, okay. and then Gay Fonzie was all good. Remember? Okay, okay. So, so yeah, that's Gay it. Fonzie, a hundred percent good. Anything related to nipples and breasts apparently gets a sixty-seven <laughs> percent, and then everything else. No good. No good. Just yeah. save yourself some time. And that was the that segment captured the public imagination, yep. if you will. We received T-shirts. Someone wrote a technical paper on right. the classifications of no good. Right. And Ryan made an absolutely amazing, amazing clip, clip for uh, the no good. Yeah, right. that, that he was, sent in. That sent was from absolutely outer space. terrific. Yep. From Mars, I believe. And we've had people call in, write in. Yep. So, yes. Yeah. About the only thing anyone's ever liked about the Jeff and Keith show. <laughs> well, while we're on that subject, there's a lot of people, including all the listeners that listen to the show, the ones yes. that do write in and the ones yes. that don't. That, um, like, sincerely appreciate uh, everyone who listens to the show. Yeah. It's awesome. I like the fact that um, that there are people out there that listen to the show that I don't even know. And then, like, sometimes we'll say finally something that causes them to write in. And, yeah, it's yeah. it's always uh, just a tremendously exciting thing to get email from somebody yes. who listens to the show and see what it is that they actually thought was cool about right. it. Um, or sucked about it, and uh, and <laughs> like it's case, always like maybe. interesting because it's you know someone from somewhere in the world that like I don't know anything about or have yes. ever been. It's just it's I pretty cool. find it amazing the number of people we get from all over the world. Yeah. Um which which just yeah. never we don't play well in the U.S. Apparently that's basically not. What it boils down to we <laughs> do not, not play well in the U.S. But there but are some people. Yeah. Let me take a second. I want to thank some people. I want to thank Sean. It's not this especially. the fucking Grammy Awards. We're thanking some not people. The Academy Awards. Get used to it because it's coming. Sean, especially. I'd like to thank God because like. <laughs> Without. 12% of our segments were about, like, Making churches and shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> Let's thank Sean, who's been a big help. Sean Barrett. Yes. Who Absolutely. Our, even our before, honorary producer and now documentarian. Right. Who uh, uh, early on documented much of the links of the show right, in the real forums, time. He always provided right? the, uh, the complete sort of bibliography for the show, if right. you will. And then when he moved up here, he stopped doing that and our viewership went straight Plummeted. down. Plummeted. <laughs> as soon as Sean stopped providing the links, it was right. all over. Yeah. And then let's talk about um, Ryan Ellis, who's made oh, a Ryan great Ellis, no good. Yeah. Many links. And Ryan and Juan together Juan, have provided a massive number right. of links for the show dave moore, dave moore. eddie oh, yeah. thatcher, eddie Foster, thatcher matt sue rich yep. uh tom john blow um, oh absolutely john petri 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 we don't know how to say his name petri perho yes the guy who does crayon physics deluxe right a lot of exactly. people know that game and so yeah, yeah we just all these guys have and probably a lot of people i'm forgetting but those yeah. are, like those are uh, all these people send in many links make our job easier absolutely and, uh, and, and we hang appreciate out in the it. forums. And, and yeah, yeah. And there's always good. stuff. And, and while we're here, we should oh, say Wolf like, Mathwig. Yes. Don't forget Wolf Mathwig put together the uh, the 400-pound squirrel image m- uh, collage. collage. Yeah, yeah. It was a classic. Yep. Yeah. That was my desktop for a while. Let's yeah, that's about exactly. That. Yeah, you need that as a desktop. There, You can remember how big squirrels actually are. <laughs> totally, a totally. T- pro tip. And for everyone that we've mentioned in passing, I like our our family, yep. uh, my mom, mm-hmm. Alicia, yep. Steve Theodore, everybody. Yep. Uh, thank you for not getting mad at us. Yes. <laughs> um, so I appreciate that. And so I hope everybody tunes in for for season two of the Jeff and Casey right. show as soon as we find out where you can actually download it. But at the very least, tune in for Sean's excellent documentary. We hope Which, it's going to be. I'm, well, we I'm, be I'm scared. I'm what if scared it's like too, a scathing really. thing and oh, they yeah. show us he as the assholes we really us. are? Yeah, I hope not. Oh my god. I hope it's only flattering. Right. We will not have very much editorial control over we that. Have n- so yeah. Have no in idea. fact, he's getting yeah. kind of stingy with the editorial That's control a good already. Point. Yeah. What are you using? He's not yeah. talking about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be scary. We'll, we'll see. We're going to be as surprised as you are. We'll put it that way. Absolutely. I will be. All of the listeners. I will be right there with you on Monday morning waiting to find out what the hell is on the podcast uh, from my little microphone here, which hopefully I'll remember to turn off during anything naughty. Right. And then we will put up a link to the new one and a link to Sean's thing, so everyone will do Mm -hmm. that. In the meantime, as always, email us at podcast at jeffandcaseyshow.com. Or just come by the website at jeffandcaseyshow.com. And you can hook to the forums there. Yep. There's everybody always making fun of us there as well. Yep. God damn it. And uh, that'll do it for this week. And we will talk to everyone next, next week. Take it easy. Later. Microsoft Software License Term For Microsoft Research Songsmith These license terms are an agreement between Microsoft Corporation, or based on where you live, one of its affiliates, and you. Please read them. They apply to the software named above, which includes the media on which you received it, if any. The terms also apply to any Microsoft updates, supplements, internet-based services, and support services for this software, unless the other terms accompany those items. If so, those terms apply. If you comply with these license terms, 
You have the rights below for each license you acquire. Number one, overview these license terms. Permit installation and use of one copy of the software on one device, along with other rights, all as described below. Two, installation and use rights. Before you use software under a license, you must assign that license to one device. That device is the license device. A hardware partition, a hardware partition or blade is considered to be. A hardware partition or blade is considered to be a separate device. A license device. You may install and use one copy of the software on the license device. B portable device. You may install another copy on a portable device for use by the single primary user of the license device. Three uh, licensing requirements and or use rights trial and conversion the software is licensed on a trial basis your rights to use the software are limited to the trial period Are you making this up or is this true No this is true I'm a comic book So the guy. actual in the comic book they have a place called Paradise Island and only women can go there? Yeah. Yes. Only women are allowed to set foot on it. They're Amazon. So it's like dead or alive She's an beach Amazon. volleyball. She's an is Amazon. what you're telling me. Okay. It's kind of there's they're always training the Amazons to fight. Are they? Yeah. Oh yeah. They're they're the they're fiercest, always training. They're the they're fiercest always training. warriors. Yeah. So what you're saying is they're fit. They're fit. They're and tight. they're working out. They're working out. They're all wrestling. The time. You know. They're wrestling. Right. This is all why right. they don't leave men on the island. <laughs> it's just like. Okay, this guy's had an erection yeah. for four days. <laughs> and I lost it. When you started that.